Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. His heart is in Quebec. Excuse me? I just said his ass belongs to you. Here we go. It's episode 193 of How We Seize It. This week we're tackling Bond Cop, Bad Cop. And I, you know, this is a, a, a Canadian film. I don't want to call it a French-Canadian, but I think it kind of is more towards that. But it's definitely Canadian. And I knew right off the bat, and I, I don't know about you guys, but I thought it was supposed to be a play on Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Because <laughs> I don't know French. Yeah. I found out just today after, you know, watching it a week ago and listening to some other stuff. Someone goes, oh, yeah, it's, that's good cop, bad cop. I go, oh, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually thought it would have been funnier, bad cop, bad cop, you know, but doing, uh, you know, the French version of bad would have been funny, too. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I thought it was from the get-go. So. <laughs> that's funny. Bond yeah. is actually, I, I, there's, a, there's a book series, a mystery series I, I read. Uh, Gamache is the detective, and he's a French... French Canadian detective from Quebec, I think. But anyway, he—that's—that's that's how he sometimes answers his uh, people. He says "bon," like, and so oh, okay. it's some sort of phrase that means—I guess it means good. But it, I, I guess that makes sense. But yeah. uh, um, so yeah. I'm, I was used to it. <laughs> wow. Me being the one confused, I'm Noah, I'm one of your main hosts here on How We Sees It, and the guy that knows what Bond means from another book series, that's my main man, Steve. How you doing, Steve? The one that's never confused. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> it's good to be here. Thank you. And we're doing our uh, spouse series today, so we've got exactly. a, a, a new lineup, um, so we can introduce, uh, we can have Nina introduce our our, our, our co-host, who's been, us, been with this us is, before. Yes, uh, our fourth our fourth chair right now uh, while we wait for Bo, who, who will be here later, we hope. But uh, my, hu- my husband, Andrew, is joining us. And Hello. This, and this was actually his choice. Um, we, uh, this, this film was introduced to us actually by a friend of ours who lives in Montreal, Quebec. Oh, okay. Uh, she is, um, as, as I understand it, she's not <laughs> technically French-Canadian. Her father uh-huh. is from France. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Or no, I'm sorry. Her mother is from France, and her father's from England. Um, but they, she grew, they she grew up. Uh, split the difference. They split the difference and grew up in Canada. And raised all the the family in in Quebec. So um, she, we uh, stayed with her. Gosh, probably about. Twelve years ago. Yeah. Thirteen years. Thirteen, ago. fourteen yeah. years ago, before Claire was born, um, and. Uh, this was one of the films that she showed us and uh, it was one of those we just loved it I mean we just we thought it was really funny it was or we're hockey fans so we're, there were a lot of good in jokes for us and yes um, yes she explained some of the French jokes to us okay and so yeah it was a good time it was so we're very fond of this film now I know you, we have a uh, one of the fans that's uh, one of your friends that lives in Canada. Is does this that's happen her. to be the same? That's okay, her. 
Well, then maybe she'll hear this episode, and uh, this is dedicated to her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely tag her on Facebook about it. So Shout her out for sure. She That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Gilan, thank you so much for. Matter of fact, I believe we sh- oh, we sent you. her a shirt. She, uh, she's yes, the yes, one I person so. not attached to this uh, podcast by blood, <laughs> somehow that uh, has a shirt. Um, so that's yes. awesome. Uh, yeah, that she's, she's I found out sh- shipping to Canada is a lot more expensive than shipping to the U.S. Yes. If I'd have known that, I would have I would have shipped it to like a Home Depot somewhere close to the border and had someone walk it across to her. <laughs> if, if I would have known, it probably would have been cheaper. But it is it is what it is. No, I, I'm I'm glad that she uh, she shouted us out and got that shirt because uh, it kind of made me feel good to know that we have at least one true fan out there. Yes. So. Uh, this is this was a fun movie, um, and you know uh, it was great because when I sat down to watch this, I wasn't sure what I what to expect, um, and so exactly, and and this is, I mean like you like you gave us last time the the what we do in the shadows was another one. It's like, oh, I, I don't know what I'm getting into, and then afterwards I'm like, <laughs> I'm glad I got into that. So it actually starts off. It's it's got a very violent uh, first scene, and it's all French too. So it it can yeah. for some people it can be a little discouraging. It's like, oh, what am I getting into? Uh, something that's going to be all full of subtitles and is really heavy violence, um, which it you know it does have subtitles at times, but uh, but it becomes more of a definitely more of a comedy. The the violence. Well, it's it's still violent, but but the, yeah. even yep. the subtitles and the language plays such a big part. The way they play off the English and the French was so much fun. And I don't know the I don't get the French jokes, but but I I got a sense of of things. I I mean I think I think there were there were moments that um, I laughed even though I didn't know what I was laughing at because they just they just yeah. played it off right. It's like oh, okay, there's something there that I'm gonna laugh at because because <laughs> their delivery was good. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my wife sat down to watch this with me and, and right away too, yeah, the, the she's not big on violence and, and all that. And yeah. um, it started off and then with uh, subtitles and she's like, yeah, I'm going to need a drink for this. And I was like, <laughs> much like we do on the show, because we always create a cocktail or a uh, drink that we pair to this movie. And uh, it's no different this time. So we're going to talk about that real quick before we get too deep into this show, uh, because I did have to make some cocktails before we watched it. And uh but I, I knew coming right out of this one, I knew what I was I was aiming for, and so I'm I'm curious as to what you guys came up with because I'm excited to to get into mine too. But I want to know what you guys got, and since you picked this out, Andrew, we're gonna let you go first. Well, I'm going to match with my lovely wife here. Um, so because we are, I I I, I really love the country of Canada as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to vacation there. I have friends who live there. It's um, you know, our neighbor to the north. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. there. It's a wonderful country full of wonderful people, and uh, this drink is called uh, the Maple Leaf, and it's um, two ounces of bourbon, a half ounce of lemon juice, a half ounce of maple syrup, and uh, a little bit of little bit of cinnamon, and you shake it in a shaker till it's with ice till it's chilled, and strain it into a highball glass, and. Uh, it's nice. It's it's very smooth. Get a get a nice. I get. I don't know. It's Canadian bourbon. I'm not sure, but uh, Canadian. They do a Canadian whiskey. Is, hmm. is their kind of big uh, liquor? It and I did a lot of searching on this. So that everything. What's big liquor? And it just came up. Canadian whiskey. And uh, I guess there's yeah. a lot of rye and stuff like that too. But um, yeah, the, the, I guess they're big into the whiskeys. Yeah. Well, so I it would probably work with the whiskey, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but well, a bourbon had, is a whiskey. It's just yeah, like, uh, exactly. So I had bourbon in the house, so that's what we mm-hmm. used, and it's mm-hmm. it's nice and smooth. <laughs> I tend to go with it bourbons. Is. I like bourbons over like straight whiskeys a lot of times, so I get that. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's nice and sweet. The cinnamon on it is is very good. I might want to add just a little bit of cream or even just a dip of uh, whipped cream on top of it too if I wanted to make it really fruity nice. or something. But no. I'm not sure that would work with the lemon. Uh, I curdle it. But, Wait a while. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you can always throw, throw throw some more uh, uh, maple in there, a little more maple syrup, kind of sweeten it up yeah. a little bit too. That would that would be nice. It sounds delicious. I'm, I'm that sounds really good. All right, Steve, what do you what do you got? I know you always come up with some pinky out stuff. <laughs> Actually, mine's a lot similar uh, to uh, Nina Andrews. Um, it it's based off a cocktail that has two ounces of bourbon, but I changed it up a little bit. It's called it's called a Zamboni. Um, and, uh, yeah, there was a Zamboni driver and, and, you know, with the hockey theme, it just seemed to fit right in. And I was happy to find a cocktail that sounded pretty good, but rather than, uh, bourbon, this is where I started trying to pair it a little bit more with the movie. I, I, I went out and I got, I got a Canadian whiskey. Um, and in fact, this Canadian whiskey, it's a uh, 40 Creek, uh, is the, mm-hmm. is the brand and it's, um, it's, uh, bottled in Ontario. So I thought, okay, there's my Ontario. And then I wanted my Quebec. I couldn't find a Quebec, um, but uh, I did. F- I figured French. Uh, I went with a, a cognac, and I thought that'd be kind of nice, rather than Ooh, to do yeah, a nice. Canadian whiskey and a cognac uh, instead of the two ounces of bourbon. So that's that's what I've got. I've got one ounce of Canadian whiskey from Ontario and one ounce of uh, cognac, which is uh, you know a French brandy. Um, and I, th- I think they actually call out cognac at one point. I think. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, but. Anyway, um, two ounces of simple syrup. You actually start by muddling eight uh, eight mint leaves. Muddle them up really good. Add mm. your add your spirit. Add your syrup. Put it on some crushed ice and squeeze in two uh, lemon wedges. And I I was again going with the theme of uh, bone cop bad cop. So I did one lime wedge and one lemon wedge uh, to kind of mix it up. <laughs> and then a, a mint leaf for garnish. And so rather than calling it a Zamboni, I called it, I looked up the translation, the French translation for Zamboni, which is Zamboni. So I call it the Zamboni Zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's Le Zamboni. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm wondering the guy who invented the darn thing. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. believe it, it was his last name. Um, yeah. And they might have it might have been uh, a French name, and we just kept it that way, so we didn't translate it essentially. Well, I loved the conversation with the the coroner when he's talking about tattoo and the pronunciation, and so so maybe if you just take one of the zambonis and give it a French pronunciation, like you say, <laughs> le, le zamboni, 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 you know, <laughs> right? Uh, oddly yeah. enough, the inventor of the zamboni was named Frank Zamboni, and he's American. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> So maybe they took it and just decided not to translate it to anything different. So, <laughs> no, that's pretty awesome. Or it could be like you know, it, it's kind of like a Kleenex. You know, it just it just became the name for it. And right. It's the brand. Know. Yeah. Rather than right. the issue. I gotta say, this is a really refreshing drink. Um, so it sounds good. I, I'm. Uh, it, it. You know, it's very similar to other drinks I've had as far as the ingredients, but I, the the mint really just makes it really refreshing and 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 i kind of like having a, a lemon and lime in there too so nice yep cool all right well 
as you guys know, this has a hockey theme, and and uh, there's goalie masks throughout this, and old school goalie masks, like the 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 original, like when they, I mean, goalies at one time didn't even wear masks, and uh, they they uh, the first guy who wore it was because he kept getting hit in the face, and he got tired of getting stitches, so he put on this <laughs> this mask, and then uh, you know that that's where it started from was is he just he got tired of it, and it's uh, I believe he was a Montreal Canadian goalie was the first guy to actually wear a mask. Wasn't that Chico oh. Rush? It might have been. Uh, you know, I can't remember right offhand. I remember reading all this up for another uh, thing. Uh, I was talking to uh, the Turtle Soup guys that I contact with another podcast, and they were talking about Casey Jones and the, and the hockey mask, and we oh, yeah. had a big discussion about that. So I looked it all up. But, yeah, I believe it was a Montreal Canadian goalie who first wore it, and he's the one that started putting the stitches on the mask, the painted yep. stitches and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it just it progressed to where it is. But that, to me, uh, really struck me in the heart because I was also an ice hockey goalie. Uh, if Bo was here, he would also know that because he was also an ice hockey goalie. Uh, I got him started on a team with my wife, and he bought my old gear when I bought new gear, and we put him in the net and, and treated him badly like like we do all goalies. <laughs> um, so I wanted to go with something like that. So I started looking up a bunch of different things, and I found one that was called a depressed goalie. Um, and it was a pretty simple, uh, a pretty simple drink, uh, but I didn't care for the ingredients because it, it didn't scream Canadian to me. So I wanted to go and I, I wanted to Canadian this up. And at first I started looking, I was going to go with a, a Rob Roy, but I was going to call it uh, a Rob Waugh for uh, Patrick Waugh, <laughs> um, which also has ties back to this movie because the Nordiques were actually, uh, they were the team that moved to Colorado where Patrick Wall ended up playing and going on to winning Stanley Cups and stuff like that. So I, I started to go down that, and I ended up just going with uh, what I call a uh, depressed backup goalie. So I took the, <laughs> took the, up the regular drink. I found, uh, I, I started looking for different Canadian uh, alcohol. Found Crown, Crown Royal is a Canadian uh, whiskey. So I was like, you know, I have the vanilla. Let me see what else. What can I do with this? And I was like, you know, I started recently drinking apple whiskey, uh, a Jim Bean apple whiskey. And I'm like, this shit's delicious. So I went and got a Crown Royal apple. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take these two and I'm going to make something out of it. So I start with two ounces of Crown apple and then a two ounces of Crown vanilla. Throw in uh, a uh, quarter ounce of maple syrup. And then I topped this with a thing that I remember as my childhood is was kind of like a treat for us. And it was clearly Canadian sparkling water or uh, it's like a it's like a soda. It's a clear soda, essentially. So I got a wild cherry, clearly Canadian. So my drink is, is I take those the the two, the four ounces of uh, whiskey, apple and vanilla, maple syrup, shake that out, pour it in a, a, a glass and top it with this clearly Canadian wild cherry. And I call it my depressed backup goalie. I love that. And it is. That's great. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're the backup goalie, you're definitely depressed because you want to play, <laughs> right? So it just makes sense. And you drink a whole lot of these. Yes. And then and this is very good. And like I said, I, I was trying to find all kinds. I was like, oh, my God, show me what kind of. And the problem with, with it is, is even at our, our, our great store here locally, the Bottle Barn, they don't carry a lot of the, the really cool uh, specialty uh, liquor that's out of Canada just because we're, we're a little far from there. We're in California. I mean, if we were right up close to the border, we might get a little bit more of it. And so Crown Royal really worked for me. I had to go with maple syrup because you have to, right? It's yeah. just it's one of those things. And and the clearly Canadian was just something I remembered as a child. And I was like, oh, it's Canadian. You know, it's I, and it's I, it, it was just a 
it all just fell together, and I thought that was really fun. I, I was gonna do the 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 uh, Rawa, but I was like, it's just it's too simple. I got I gotta go with something different because it's just basically uh, bourbon, uh, sweet vermouth, and I think lime or, or lemon or something. It's pretty it's pretty simple. But I thought that would have been funny just to go with the the Wa, especially since it has ties back to the Nordiques, which essentially is what this movie is is about. Is is uh. All the hockey jokes come from the Nord, or the hockey trivia with the deaths come from pretty much the Nordiques. And, and let, um, me, let me let me just say real quick: you don't need to be a hockey nerd to uh, to <laughs> to enjoy this movie. Because who you call a nerd? I'm just well, I I didn't catch. Uh, you know the only the only real hockey reference I kind of implied was Wayne Gretzky, who was never named, but but I kind of figured that that's who they were talking about. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean. I, I didn't. I didn't follow anything. I'm just. I'm just throwing that out there that you don't. No, need no, I know. I, in order yeah. to in order to enjoy this movie, but uh, but I, I still want to see the hockey references and fresh. Yeah, no, it, So talk all you it want. Doesn't, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. You don't need to be a hockey fan to get it. But when you get it, it's just that much. I bet better. <laughs> yeah, and it, right. it yeah. made me do some serious crazy research to find well, out everything well, they were talking about. One of the characters uh, that was, um, uh, I think it was the Peter something. I I I did a. I tried to do a search on the, to try to find more out about the character. And it took me to someone who was, whose name was a little bit off, but it yep, was, yep. it was a real person that had actually yep. was involved in selling off some of the, some of the teams or something like that. It's like, Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Oh, yeah, they, so they, they weren't hiding things in here very well. <laughs> uh, one, one of the other references in there uh, with Philadelphia and 88 was the uh, whole yep. Eric Lindros um, trade debacle. Yeah. <laughs> Which, which a lot of Canadians took really personally. Ooh, yeah. It's yeah. Well, if you don't know what that is, is Eric Lindros was the, I think he was the number one pick that year and mm -hmm. uh, Nordiques had it and they wanted to draft him. And he's, he, he pulled that. I'm not going to play there. I don't want to go to this small little province and play. Um, so he basically held out. Uh, he ended yeah. up getting traded for three players um, from uh, uh, at the time was Philadelphia and it was uh, Peter Forsberg, um, Mike Ricci, and I'm trying to remember who else, who the other one was. But it's kind of funny. Uh, Mike Ricci is a is a fan favorite of me and my wife because he ended up playing for the San Jose Sharks for a while, and he's one of those guys that notoriously doesn't have uh, his front four teeth on the top. <laughs> and so, anytime there was a Sharks power play, we would do the Ricci chop where we would do the 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 shark chomp but we would put our fingers down so there's a big gap in between the top teeth <laughs> and so we called it our reachy chomp uh peter forsberg went on to become one of the best uh players uh of his of his generation uh and winning a lot of trophies and a lot of uh, accolades in in colorado which is another uh hockey reference so one of the tattoos is is colorado um so it's just kind of one of those funny things is that they, they they didn't mention any names specifically. They changed the names enough, and they didn't have any actual NHL jerseys uh, no. so that they had to pay any money or any ties <laughs> to the actual NHL, which yeah. I thought was pretty pretty fun and pretty cool. And the fact that they were able to pull it off was pretty neat, too. Well, and they and they changed the names of the teams. It was yep. the, the Patriots and the yeah. Fleur de Lis and – right. It, I mean, both sound like they could be teams in, sure. in Canada, for sure. Yeah. Um, or Canadian football teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another cool hockey fact, and I was kind of hoping Bo was going to be here for all these, but 
the Nordiques actually uh, started in a, a separate league. I was uh, let's see if I can find it. It was WHL, which was a, in a competition with the NHL to you know, and uh, the Nordiques team actually uh, was a transfer of a team from San Francisco as the San Francisco Sharks before the the season before the league ever started up. San Francisco oh, wow. Sharks moved to uh, Quebec and became the Nordiques. Uh, and then that t- that opened up the Sharks name, and then the LA team took the Sharks name. So that team actually started in in San Francisco, went to went to Cal uh, to uh, Quebec, and then ended up in Colorado. So technically, you could you know if you're from San Francisco, you could be a Colorado fan and, and not feel ashamed. So <laughs> and I, I was looking a little bit more here, and uh, it says that the reason that Eric Lindros didn't want to play for the Nordiques is because of the owner's involvement in a sexual harassment scandal. That's possible too. Yeah, <laughs> better reason than didn't want to it's, uh, play for I, Podunk. I I will say our our friend Guilen was saying mm-hmm. that he was he was not well liked in Can uh, no. Lindros is uh, is was not well liked in Canada. Apparently, he had been he was kind of uh, bad mouthing him. Well, it was like pr- people pretty much considered him a spoiled brat. Um, mm-hmm. There was an there was an incident where he spit at a girl in a bar supposedly, and. Um, so yeah, there there's no big, no no big love for him there. Well, I was gonna say outside of Philadelphia, I'm not sure anybody had love for for Lindros. I think he was well, pretty Scott cool. Stevens. <laughs> right. and, and, I, and and I did like the one joke where it's like they were like, oh, he fell down and got a and got a concussion, and he's like again because that was that was the one thing when he played. Oh here. right, yeah. He got concussed. A lot. Four times he, in five months. Yeah, he was he was like, you know, a glass head. You know, it was. Uh, I remember him whatever. being a bruiser. I remember him. I mean, that team. Yeah. I think uh, you guys had Hextall at the time, who yeah. who yeah. was one of the, the the most penalized goalies in the league, uh, which I I can uh, um, I can I can see that totally, and I I, still, I can remember. I still have the I still have the poster for that team on on, <laughs> my, uh, on the wall in my workroom. So, yeah, <laughs> well, Hextall was also the first goalie to score a goal. Yes, and the first goalie to score two goals. Nice. So, give him props for that. Yeah. <laughs> he's, have, he's in the front office now. So, I have, I have a John Leclerc jersey hanging in my closet. We're 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 Flyers fans for sure. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's awesome. I, that's what I really. That's what kind of really drew me into this. Just being a hockey fan, but. Um, besides all that, it kind of had a a a well developed comic beat to it that came out after it started off. It started off a little slow. I think I think maybe for yeah. for American speaking audiences, it starts off a little slower because right off the bat, you're like, oh shit, I got to read fast because they were they were flowing, <laughs> they were going. It starts off with um, one of the main uh, cops, uh, let me uh, Bouchard, mm-hmm. Pierre yeah. Bouchard, uh, cooking. Uh, toast, uh, uh, what we would call French toast here. I think they just call it toast there, um, <laughs> you know, uh, in, in, <laughs> for breakfast. Uh, and then the discussion with his wife and his daughter are, and, and it's is, weird. He, it is, is it? his, it, well, it's his ex-wife. Oh, right, right, right. His, his ex-wife. ex-wife. Right. Which is a, a very interesting way to start that off too. But right away, this gave me vibes of uh, Lethal Weapon. Oh yeah, and I was, and I was like, and and the more it went on, I was like, son of a bitch, this is just the Canadian lethal weapon, and uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, but you know, a beloved movie too. I, and so. I, I think lethal weapon is just it's it, it's a part of a genre. I mean, you can look at 
48 Hours or, or Beverly Hills Cop or Midnight Run where you get the, the these kind of... It's the of buddy cop movie. Buddy cop, yeah. and yeah, oh, where it's run. where it, they, people have different different uh, comfort zones as far as what they're going right. to do. But uh, yeah, um, so it, that uh, I agree. It gave me that kind of nostalgic 80s vibes for me with these yes. movies that I, I grew up loving. And, you know, you don't get those much anymore. Maybe Rush Hour is probably the most recent one I can think of. And that's been a long time, actually. Yeah. I mean, there's probably yeah. plenty. But, but well, the, uh, the film style also really represented the 80s. It had like a, a almost a color tint to it that seemed like it was trying to portray. It kind of had a, a tint, if you if you would. Um, and the tint changed between uh, when they were in uh, Quebec and when they were in Ontario. They kind of... It went from like a, a bluish tint to a, a kind of a yellow tint, if you noticed. It, it, it's almost like it's two separate movies, the way the, the visual looks. And I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, they did a pretty good job with it. But, it, yes, it is very much that buddy cop. And it, it really felt pretty pretty much in that, that genre, and, and it sat really well. But And they also brought it with the comedy. And and you, mm-hmm. I yeah. it, I almost saw homages too. You mentioned Lethal Weapon, and they did the whole bathtub thing where he flips the bathtub over, yeah. and that reminded me of uh, you great. know when they jump in Lethal Weapon two, and he's sitting on the toilet, and it's and he jumps with in the bath, <laughs> and he's got to jump in the bathtub with the vest before it explodes and stuff. I, I thought of that scene when I was seeing that. I was like, oh, I wonder if that's a, a nod to it or if it's just just a just a coincidence. And I saw some other that- ones too. <laughs> I don't know if it was the the drinks I was having while I was watching this, but that was the one part of this movie where I kind of went, "Oh wait, that's bullshit." There was a lot. <laughs> okay. I co- well, I mean, uh, you're uh, a bathtub holding it up over your body is not going to protect you from a fire like that. No, it's the. I, I agree. That's with why you, I was kind of like, but I don't think that was the only part. I to me that wasn't the what made this movie work. The, what made this movie work was it was a buddy cop and, and just the performances yeah. and how they they worked. A lot of the scenes were a little far fetched and stuff, and you yeah. gotta roll your eyes a little bit. But it doesn't. It that's that's okay. I mean, I think I mean yeah. you see that yeah. in the '80s cop buddy cop movies as well. So so I mean I, that didn't bother me. I, I, oh, I, I know it was just one of those <laughs> ones that to me I, I looked at Alyssa and I went, what the fuck? Come on. <laughs> And when he's trying well, to shoot through the hole, I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> Although I, did, I liked how he, he, I did, like, like, he shot was, and he's like, oh, you hear the ringing. Because that's, that probably, was really that's probably not something they would have thought of in an American movie. <laughs> they were just like, bang, 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 bang. I went out. I went out. American eardrums can take that. We are strong. We can take that. <laughs> no, and actually it was one of the, uh, I didn't think about it right away, but afterwards, that was one of those scenes where I thought was kind of awkward, like, I, I I just don't think of Canada as having a grow house. Not to say that Canadians <laughs> can't have drugs and can't have illegal grow houses, but I, I was like, is the only reason that whole thing was put in there is so that they could have the the scene where they're laughing, you know, because they're stoned it, back at the station, which sure. played out pretty funny. But I was like, that was a like a fifteen minute portion of this movie just to have that we're fucking stoned kind of joke, and I was <laughs> like, okay, I mean, but yeah. that. It plays into the movie. I think it works. It, 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 mm-hmm. it, the way everything went. I mean, the the best part to me, the funniest is what started off the com- comedy is is when kind of the beginning of the movie and they show up for the first murder scene and the guy is laying over the top of the sign and he's 50% in one and 50% in the other and they have that argument about it of, you know. Oh, it's uh, a hilarious <laughs> setup and to, yes. with a gruesome yeah. ending, but it just sets oh, off. Oh, God, yeah. It's... It, it's just it's a great way of, of, of starting this relationship between these two guys. So Yeah. 
I, you know, when that whole started, because like, yeah, the guy's hanging over the top. They both put the ladders up, and the ladders fall, so they're both hanging off the guy. And I look at that, and I went, no, no, they're not going to do that. I looked over at Alyssa, and she's already going, oh, no. And I'm like, no, no, they're not going to do that. And it does, and I was like, oh, man, they did it. Uh, so that was pretty good. And I, I believe that was one one of the Canadian jokes in there. Uh, I did listen to, I found two podcasts that I listened to that talked about this. One was really, really good. Uh, it's actually a group of Canadian um, people. Uh, it, it, it's like, it was like three guys and a girl and they were, they, they're from Canada, different parts of Canada. And they were talking about it and, uh, they, they brought it up there that it was, uh, when, uh, they were talking about him being over in, uh, Ontario side, he said, yeah. And his, his, you know, he said his heart belongs to, uh, Ontario. And the guy says, no, his ass is, his ass is stuck in Ontario or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Something I missed it, but I thought that was great. It was actually, it's a, it's a pretty fun, it's like the X-ray movie podcast or something like that. You I, said I've downloaded a- three guys and a girl. Is that what you said? Yeah, it was, so, so I, speak, I don't know. If speaking it's all, of three guys and a girl, we are no longer three yeah. guys and a girl. We just had Bo join yeah. us, so I want to shout out to Bo. Thank you for joining us here now. Hey, hey, everybody. Sorry. It's like three guys, a girl, and a pizza place. We got three yeah, right. guys, a girl, and Bo. Uh, sorry for being late. Had to go to the doctor. Went way longer than expected, but anything, all is good now. So. Old goalie injury. Is that what it is? Uh, probably like a high school weightlifting injury. Um, no wrong form or whatever so yeah chiropractor um but uh you know all, all is better i'm just trying to get back in shape for uh <clears throat> this uh big hike i have coming up on september 10th doing mount whitney so oh nice. um, oh cool yeah so gonna be doing that um anyway but did yeah, the chiropractor say you could you could drink or are you uh, not allowed to drink the chiropractor did not say I couldn't drink, so I prepared a cocktail. I just that was my it. segue uh, into, hey, what picture, are you drinking? Picture to follow. The doctor, the, only, the last time a doctor told me I couldn't drink was when I got a colonoscopy. So that's a reason not to get a colonoscopy as far as I can tell. So um, Chiropractors are a little, a little more friendly with it when it comes to yeah, exactly. I'm going to put, I'm gonna put um, them off. So I'll, I'll segue. Sorry, go ahead. No, say that again. I was going to say, that's the reason I won't get one is I'll just have to tell the doctor and I can't have, have a cocktail that night. So Yeah. Um, so uh, I went with uh, I'm calling it Stan's Cup. Uh, it's a it's a you know I saw there were a lot of hockey cocktails in the in the description in the text and all that. So um, the Stan's Cup for some reason is gin and Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup is gin and grenadine. And I went and I uh, figured you can't have nothing Canadian or nothing from France in this cocktail. So I, I threw in the only thing I had that was French in the entire liquor cabinet was a blueberry, a, a creme de mertel, which is basically a blueberry liqueur from what I can tell. And uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> half an ounce of that, half an ounce of grenadine and three ounces of gin over ice. Nothing fancy, but you know, the Stanley Cup, you got to go with something hockey is a common theme. Um, and Surprisingly enough, I was running long, not surprisingly, I was running a long time, but I was running long time and figured they have to have some Canadian beer at Whole Foods. Surprisingly or not. No Molson? Canadian beer used to be like, yeah, yeah. like, like that was the good beer. Like get Molson <laughs> or Moosehead or yeah. something, yeah. nothing, nothing at bad. all. Nothing? Yeah. I almost got, there's one called 1776. There's a, there's a French beer. But and, and too much French was a little too much. This is a Canadian movie, but I had to go had to go something French, so I went with went with that. 
and uh, yeah, no, no, no Canadian beer. Maybe next, maybe next podcast, I'll you do, know, a, do a carryover. You could have threw some uh, Sonoma County alcohol in there, and you could have called it Snoopy's Cup. Uh, could have, that's could right. have. You, good point. I, I think um, you raised I'm, one I'm, of those at one point. So right, I did. I'm fresh. <laughs> I'm fresh out of. I'm fresh out of. Uh, Sonoma, Sonoma County, Sonoma <laughs> County liquor as well. So, but uh, that would have been a good, a good, a good, uh, you know, alternative. So anyway, nice. but that's what I got. I'll also, just so you know, Bo, I, I'm not sure, but uh, the monkeys won uh, the cup again last season. So, oh really? Uh, yeah, we nice. got to go watch that. That was kind of fun. Is so, Alyssa the- still is Alyssa still on? No. Team? One of us are playing. Uh, we turned it over to Brent, and and uh, he's running. But we still go watch. Uh, we both want to see if we can get back out on the ice and and make a go at it again. But yeah, so the Ice Monkeys, for those that don't know, was a, a team that uh, I started with my wife and Bo uh, years and years and years ago, um, and is still going strong. I think it's one of the the longest running teams now at Stoopy's Ice here in Santa Rosa. Um, as far as like teams that have I been together, doubt it. we were one of the earliest teams, yeah. at least in the bronze. Yeah. And that a team that is still going with some original players. I don't know if they're all, I don't know if there's any original players anymore, but, uh, but a lot of guys that have been playing together for a long time. So it's kind of cool. And Snoopy's uh, eyes yeah, refers to uh, Charles Schultz, who's Santa Rosa yeah. is his hometown for uh, any, any peanuts fans out there. So. Yeah, I was, I was yep. going to say if you, uh, if you make it into the Santa Rosa area, it's um, this uh, ice rink is right near the Charles Schultz Museum, um, and uh, the snack bar there they have a a table reserved for Charles Schultz in yep. perpetuity, uh, and it is it's like if you we did last uh, when when uh, Claire and I visited Bo several years ago we went to the museum and then went over to the Snoopy's Ice for a free skate. And it was just, it was a lovely day. It was really yeah. a lovely day. It's a cool place. Yeah, I played, yeah. skated there, played there, ref there for a long, long time. It's 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 still a lot of fun. It literally is a, a stone's throw from my house. Uh, they have a, a semi-pro team there that plays now. And we uh, we tailgate at the house and then walk over to watch the games. Is, is That's how close we are. So it's kind of fun. It used to be walking distance for me. I used to live literally right across the street. Yeah, exactly. My playing days, so yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, our kids yeah. went to elementary school right next door. So, so pretty cool. Now back to this movie. Um, we get into this, and we were talking about being a lethal weapon, uh, a Canadian lethal weapon, and this is this is where the the fun begins between the the two cops. You know, uh, we we get the difference. You know, like the kind of puffed up and you know it's no you're seeing no you know they're instead of instead of fighting of, as to be the one in charge they're both trying to push it off on the other one uh which then leads to the next where it splits down the middle and they both kind of end up uh you know they they end up in the the i guess it's the quebec uh police chief's office or whatever and there's some funny stuff in there where yeah. The two chiefs are talking, and it's like the one guy says – both guys that they're talking to speak both French, uh, the French and uh, an American or uh, English. And they, uh, Sorry, I don't know why I said American. <laughs> that was just horrible. But, yeah, they both speak English and, and French. But yet the, <laughs> the, one, the one guy speak, says it in English, and the other guy has to repeat it immediately like they didn't understand. <laughs> it just you know, And there's kind of a funny joke there, and um, – Apparently, there's a, can, uh, a Canadian joke about the sweaty uh, French uh, detective. There's something in there that I can't remember what I heard on the. There, there, it refers to something else. There's like another show or another thing that that refers directly to him too, which I thought was kind of funny. Did, did the French, the guy that was giving the um, 
the translation. The the French, I guess the the, the sweaty Quebecau, kind of uh, the Quebecois. Yeah. Is that how you say Quebecois? Quebecois. The Quebecois the police chief was he uh, overly aggressive? Am I? Am I? <laughs> did he seem overly aggressive, or was that just me, or is that just the way that? I, I think I it was think just that, the Quebec. I think that was. I think that was the joke. I think the joke was like all of the the French speakers yeah. were like really emotional and uptight, okay. and uptight, yeah. and and the, all the English speakers were kind of straight laced and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. All right, that's kind of what I thought. I was just making sure it wasn't yeah. just yeah. me misinterpreting the scene. So. Um, yeah. This, so we had a uh, Dave Pouchard is the is the French Canadian uh, the Quebec officer, he. Um, I, when that first showed, I was like, is this guy, like, is he something big? Like, <laughs> this is the way they had him play. He seemed like, he seemed like a rock star, you know, in, in, in the shows in, you know, in America. Like, he, he, he seemed like he was like, a, you know, um, someone that, like, everybody would go see. He just had that, that, that play about him and, you know, wearing the, the, the tight shirt and everything's going. Every woman around him is just like, oh, throwing himself. I mean... We get we get the scene where they go to the the helicopter uh, Art? Air, airport place. No, the airport right. where. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the the woman that he's talking to is just the, like the airport. You mean? Yeah, but it well it was a heli- <laughs> it was like a helicopter hangar. It was like it was more like you don't have to have an airport for helicopters. You don't have uh, so I'm just saying. Uh, but it, you know she's throwing herself at it, and I love at the end though he, she's like she's like can I get your number and he's like yes it's. Nine, one, one. <laughs> yeah, but he says it in French, which something, whatever. Did he? I used to know yeah. it. Yeah, he did say it in French. It's hard. Okay. To, so I don't know if it was. I don't know if you talked about this or it was just you or me. But it's like I found myself. I mean, I read the subtitles all the time anyway. But even it's like hard to remember who was speaking which language because there's so much reading in English subtitles that it yeah. was like kind of blended, blended all together. Yeah. Um, well, I thought it was funny though, because since she asked for his name, and then she gave, he gave him the other guy. Just asked for Martin Ward, and I thought that was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I was like, "That's pretty." funny. Did you? I, she wasn't the only one. I mean, there were other women that were kind of oogling on. Well, the, 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 the lady at the bar so. was throwing herself at uh, at uh, Ward, who right, was, right. He, was. Well, that was like it. Wasn't that the running joke back and forth? It was like some women were like, well, all over the one dude, and some women were all over the other dude. Yeah. Well, there's. Right, I mean, it was, it was generally the opposite, wasn't it? So that the. Uh, the, the French women loved yep. the English guy mm. and the oh. other way around. I hadn't noticed I didn't, that. I hadn't picked up on that. I didn't even think it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we Well, we and then get, Martin was flirting with Susie, and, of course, David had an affair yep. with uh, with uh, with the sister. I, it was Iris, I believe, yeah. Iris. Well, so, and, and so that was the funny thing is, is that uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, uh, there was only two, so I can't remember which one it was, but they said that you know he uh bruchard definitely slept with with martin's sister i mean that there's no question about that it was a great scene no, like um, <laughs> but then they were like well did did ward did, did he hook up with with his ex-wife and then they're like well it there, there's a there's a something he says in there that they're like hmm it kind of seems like he might have and i was like oh Okay, there was, spice there, was it up. There, there was kind of almost like like a tease that it might have happened yeah. uh it was, it yeah. was funny <laughs> This scene, that was when 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 Back the two that sleep- scene with uh, with um, Martin's sister and everything, I really liked the way that uh, they did that going back and forth between Absolutely. the attack. Yeah, the, and the editing, love the was, editing was, was great. I mean, yeah. it's kind of like yeah. the action and it the was, action. It was seamless yeah. the way you'd cut from one to the other, and, you, and it's like, wait, oh wait, no, he just threw the guy onto the. No, he 
she threw the grill to the ground. You know, <laughs> yeah, that was effective. Uh, I haven't seen that before either, so it felt uh, yeah. fresh. Yeah, they did a good job with that. It, it really worked for what they were going for. You know, speaking of, of characters, uh, Susie. Susie was the ex. I, I thought it was kind of refreshing to see that relationship at the beginning. You know, they were divorced, they were raising their child, and they kind of had an understanding about, you know, their, their shortcomings when it came to the marriage. And I thought that was kind of refreshing to see because typically in movies, kind of typical movies, there's always kind of a strained divorce and it always is just kind of this, this, this back and forth um, fighting. And I, I liked seeing that, you know, maybe the French, you know, Canadians know how to work it out, you know? Yeah. Know to, I mean, well, that's they, were definitely both, they, were that they were both divorced, so that wasn't a good sign, okay. but at least, uh, at least they were doing it. On oh, I didn't even think about it. But yeah, the, definitely the lethal weapon, because that's, you know, the Murtaugh, uh, he has the, the, he's definitely divorced with his wife, but there's the kind of back and forth with her. So it, it very much played off of that, which I think worked great. Um, you know, uh, the the very beginning of it, it kind of was, like I said was slow and then we got into the part where they started looking into what was going on with the killings and the tattoos and and they started feeding the the hockey trivia that led to the next death and the next death and and I was like that's when it got interesting and I was like oh shit here we go um, <laughs> I I really enjoyed that um, you know we get the bar fight scene which was kind of interesting it, you know. It, it's a little played up a little bit, but you know, you get the funny part where he's getting his ass kicked and he makes the guy ask, you know, ask for his help, you know, in English and then, yeah. you know, vice versa kind of thing, which was kind of funny. You get the lady flirting with, uh, you know, the older guy, um, uh, on, on Martin, just, you know, throwing herself at him, you yeah. know, which is kind of funny. And he, and he's just playing it off. Like he's not, he's not really playing into it. Um, it leads to one of the stupider scenes for me really um I, I love the fact that they pull up on the steps to go into the the recital there i had no problem with that is when they come out and they're towing the car and they're kind of running after it in a kind of old guy my knees don't work kind of jog um and i know that run because i do that run um and then but it was kind of like and then the guy stops but doesn't get out doesn't say anything and then the car blows up and i was like what the hell I, to me that scene was there, there were a lot of unanswered uh, questions. Yeah, after their, after their little <laughs> five-minute conversation, the guy finally stumbles out. Um, yeah, right. the I was going to say the same yeah. thing. Like they're standing there talking, then the guy stumbles it, out of the front. Yeah, his ex and his daughter. Out. He yeah. had to wake up, and and his ex and yeah. daughter never really come out and see what happened, uh, aren't they? I think they were just in the building. They had just left them, and then like this just, is, and then just like an hour later, they're eating dinner and, and having a good time. So it seemed like this whole story quite, to yeah. me. It, <laughs> Everything was really well done, except for the scene. It was almost like they turned over the writing and filming and everything to an intern. And it was like, oh, well, I'm just going to do this. It just, something about it was like, what the fuck just happened here? Because it was so bad. The acting was bad. The visuals were, I was like, other than the, the pyrotechnics for exploding the car, everything else was pretty poor. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I think it's a good scene, but maybe they could have worked on some of those unanswered questions. Because that's, I mean, you, you see a scene like that and you step back and you say, okay, this, I see where they're going on, on the broad strokes. But then you got to go in and clean it up a little bit. So all those little odd unanswered questions make more sense. Like, don't have the guy stumble out after the conversation. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, do, just kind of make it all work a little better. And that 
comes with a few rewrites and stuff. Um, and yeah, I agree. So the, and I saw that throughout the movie, a little bit of that. But that's, again, you're, you're dealing with a, uh, you know, a, they don't have much of a film industry in Canada, do they? I don't, uh, it sounds no, like... No, well, I mean, you bring that up. This So Porky's was the top grossing uh, Canadian movie. I didn't even know Porky's was a Canadian yeah, we, movie. Yeah, we were talking about that right. before, uh, before you came on. Uh, yeah. So from 1981, 24-year uh, reign as Are the you... highest grossing Canadian movie in Canada. What was? Sorry, say again? Porky's. Porky's. Wow. Canadian. So this, this. Are you when you say there's no film industry in Canada, are you talking about Canadian um, originated things? Because there's oh, a ton of stuff filmed in Montreal. No, but right. It's no, American no, no. companies. Toronto, the yes. TV is all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I just mean I it's, think it's we're so Canadian-owned companies shooting yeah. in Canada. Okay, I just I'm not saying there's none. I'm not trying no. to be argumentative. I'm just I'm absolutely the saying there's the none. I, I'm not saying there's none. I'm just saying that it's it's certainly no, not no, no. I know. I... Um, you know, we don't. But yeah, this this knocked off the, the Porky's after 24 years as the top-grossing Canadian movie in Canada, which was later ended by Resident Evil in 2010. So this had like a uh, what was this a four-year run as the top-grossing. You know, Canadian movie in Canada, which I also found out that the promotion for this was done very heavily in the, the French Canadian areas that it blew up there. But in the English speaking or the English based area of Canada only did five hundred dollars opening weekend. <laughs> five hundred dollars. <laughs> so, wow. so That's uh, yeah, I mean, but it's still at the time it was able to overtake Porky's, which I mean, we I didn't even realize Porky's was a Canadian movie. And is that adjusted for inflation or is that just flat because it's so long? It's like No, I don't think it is adjusted for in fact I think that if was it's something not adjusted that was, for inflation, like eventually something's gonna overtake yeah. it just based on inflation. No, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. Was, I think that was brought up actually that people complained that the that the that that's not fair because it wasn't adjusted for inflation, <laughs> but you know. But I mean, it, it's still an interesting fact. I they that they also cool. claim it's the first movie to really do um, French and English as, as in the same movie. Although that was uh, that was, I think there's a 1960s movie that that people claimed was the first. But they still they still have partial. So I have to say, this that. is the first time I've had a movie that I went back and forth like that, and I was like, you know what? I actually enjoyed this. I'm I'm one that I. I don't like to have to read what I'm watching. You're anti-subtitles, from what I can gather. Well, I actually like have you're not on a fan of movies that are subtitles only. Yeah, I am. Well, it's because I want to watch the show and not right. have to read. No, I get and it. Because not, I have, I'm yeah. not the smartest man. I don't read very well, so sometimes I want to be able to. I don't read it, too good. Like, yeah, I'm not being critical or anything. But no, it's no, just I, like, yeah, I'm just I, saying. I know you don't. I'm not a huge fan of. Having to have subtitles, but, right? But they didn't. But it wor- they, didn't it offer, they didn't offer a uh, dubbed version. Um, I think no. They and I think that's because oh, the you language. Lose a lot of the humor on yeah, that. Yeah, language is a big part of it. They did release well, not it only- in different <laughs> in different provinces with different languages. Like so, I think they, they did that. Shot yeah, some different scenes too. Yeah, they they shot this both in in. Uh, full French and full English or whatever, however it was that they have two releases where one is the English is all uh, spoken and the French is all subtitled and vice versa, where 
all the the French is just spoken and the English is subtitled. Yeah, and, and I read so, that. They filmed the whole thing twice, basically. No, no, yeah. I, I, no, I don't think that's not, the case. They edited it twice. Yeah, I think they, they, yeah. It twice. I think there are some scenes where they changed up the language a little bit, but but yeah. it was as far as how they released it with the subtitles. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so filmed it twice. They filmed it once, but did two <laughs> edits. Funny thing is, so I, I listened to a podcast who it was a it was an older English guy and, and a, a French Canadian on with him or maybe he's French and lives in Canada or whatever. But he's a French English speaking person. And he said it was so distracting to him to have the subtitles like that. He turned the subtitles to Spanish so he didn't even read any of them just so he could concentrate on just the actual uh, spoken word because you can't turn off the subtitles, essentially. Is is what it, is what it comes out is is like you either get one side French subtitles or English subtitles and I was like oh that's crazy, but it, you know it was, it was it was interesting listening to him because, you know he has that he had a very strong French um, accent, and uh, you know he was talking about that's where I think I learned most of the French jokes and stuff I thought it was it was pretty hilarious. Um, you mentioned a French accent. I found it interesting to hear the French language and then how it just kind of. Dissolve, you know, when people spoke English, it was perfect English. It was, it was this, it just mm-hmm. felt, you know, it'd go from someone saying something, because usually when I hear French people speak French and then they drop an English word in there, it's, it's with a French accent. But right. it was interesting hearing like, uh, you know, Martin Ward when he'd go from, from full on English and then go into the French and then drop in those English words with no accent whatsoever. Like, no, yeah. And uh, I think that, I think that's unique to Canada where you have a lot of uh, French speaking or French and English speaking people that it is a kind of like here in, you know, Southern California and Northern California where we have a lot of Spanish speaking where you get a, a Spanglish essentially well, don't where you you've find got a lot of and in movies don't you find if there's ever like a French person they're going to speak with a French accent or one mm-hmm. of the first movies I saw that really kind of threw me for a loop was it was Harry don't, you can't count Pink no, Panther because that's Harry, fucking bullshit no Harry Potter <laughs> Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire and his uh, his oh, girlfriend was Asian the and she had, she had a no oh. no uh, I can't really remember, but but she had That's, a uh, she had Irish. I uh, I believe it was an Irish accent. English, English. No, I think it was. I think it was more it's Irish. No, no, she was like English, English, was, English was, England. I think not it, English. Yeah, it, it, it was Scottish. Scottish, okay. It was. Yeah, I loved yeah. it, and it's it threw me for a loop, and I thought that's so refreshing that that to see that because that's not something that Hollywood does. They usually kind of conform to oh, if it's a you know if, you know. If it's a if they're gonna throw an accent in, it's gonna match. And now you gotta make me go where you watch that because I gotta see because I didn't rem- I didn't remember. It's pick- really cool. Picking up. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'm gonna check it out. I could see why Harry. I, was- and you know what? Oh my god, I gotta watch another Harry Potter movie. Fuck, yeah. fuck me. I'm <laughs> I haven't seen any of them. It'd be the first one I watch. I've never seen a. I've never. What? I, I've only Uh-oh. seen. I watched. Are you actually? Actually, <laughs> I watched half. I watched it in the back of your minivan, your old minivan. <laughs> we were going to, we were going to. Uh, this sounds like Georges. something probably should. We were going leave. to the Georges, and there's actually a picture of you and me, and you have a, a, a jackass shirt on, and I have some other shirt on in there. You might remember this picture, right? So we're in their kitchen. On the way to that party, I watched the first Harry Potter movie, the first half, with. Uh, Christine Reed. Oh my God, that's 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 the extent okay. of my Harry Potter watching. No, no. But 
But, Tell me you've at least I, read the books. No. Are you kidding? <laughs> I I have it's on my list. Like it's definitely something I want to like it's definitely something I want to do is like Kelly has a bunch of trips for work. Maybe that's when I Oh, what about, what, okay. have you maybe like, heard the back to back to back to back to back? Audio, to back. <laughs> audio I'm not, okay. no. There are three audio books <laughs> that I will swear by that the the readers make the audiobook uh performance even better. Harry Potter is one of them, The Lord of the Rings, and then the Harry Dresden series. All three of those are so well done with by the reader that it that they make uh, a, a, another experience out of it. Listen oh, yeah, to those guy, those audiobooks. Okay. The guy that does the Harry Potter books is fantastic. He yes. he has like a different voice for every character and there's like a thousand characters <laughs> my my wife my wife and i kind of went back and forth reading it to our kids so we both had a chance exactly. to, be, to yeah. be the readers i didn't which i i loved doing that Those well that's what i was talking about with steve you got to listen to steve read this book because he is so yeah. good <laughs> well, thank you very much one of the best years of, of my life was when it took us 13 months to read everything to our daughter uh-huh one chapter a night nice well and also, that was yeah. amazing <laughs> I'll throw that's this out really there. Cool. That's actually to have somebody read you is actually pretty, pretty interesting. Cool. Um, I used to, you know, pre Kelly, obviously based on the next statement when I was with, uh, uh, somebody, you know, Noah, um, yeah, I know them. I, when we were going to fair, mm-hmm. the, the girl I was with would re- I would drive and she would read the book. Oh, nice. And so that's like your own like, personal like audio book. Adventure books. What's that? It's your own personal audio book. Right. Exactly. It was kind of before audio books or maybe it was like in the beginning of the audio books. But, you know, she would read the audio books. She would read the book, not the audio books. She would read the book while I was driving. That's cool. Yeah. So that was kind of. Auto book. Cool. There you go. That's you. You <laughs> just invented it. Perfect. A new thing. It's called an auto book. Yeah. You just get a person that you pick up. <laughs> See, that's that's a new job right there. You just solved homelessness well, right there. I'll, I'll tell you what. Hop in. <laughs> you, so, you just so read it. this book while I drive. Right. I'm not I'm not trying to pump myself up. I'm, I'm halfway through Anna Karenina, so just start with like <laughs> chapter twelve. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. Some people in my life have said that I have a voice that would be good for audiobooks. I thought they and said you had a face for audiobooks. I have, yeah. I do have a face. I definitely have a face for audiobooks. But somebody said this to me, and I'm like, I've always thought, like, that'd be a great, like, retirement job. Yeah. Like, just, like, yeah. sit there in my downstairs closet, <laughs> like, with a fucking microphone and just read. Anyway, we're getting way off the movie. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, 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 sorry. I came in late and I fucked everything up, but go ahead. No, no. We're talking about we language and accents and stuff. So, I mean, it, it's but no, all this, relevant. And that's what's interesting about this movie is, is, is it is. It's very, like, in the very beginning, it's kind of rough and it's kind of hard to get into. But by the end of it, it, it it's so smoothed out. It, it just, you almost don't even realize it. It and, just and becomes I, what it does. And, and I will say it, it's like having been to Quebec, a lot of like the people in service positions change back and forth very flawlessly. Like, you know, we would go to, uh, we would go to attractions with our friend and she would step up and she would be like, Oh, you know, a ticket, one, one adult ticket. And they would, you know, see vous play and they would speak to her in French. And then we would step up and be like, 
two adult tickets and they would just flawlessly switch to okay that's 1750 or well, that, they, they could tell something because we just stepped up and they automatically spoke english we haven't even said anything <laughs> you just had that look I, I mean you have that look yeah. right yeah. Well, I mean, so I also, that's, it's interesting. Go ahead. Sorry, no. I was gonna say I have a lot of family in Canada too, but we're all on the West Coast. My my grandma is from Canada, her family and all that, and so I have still family. I've been to the East Coast several times of Canada. I just never have gone across. Very interesting though. They do it, how much even the West Coast is different from from the U.S. Though. Oh yeah. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. just the ketchup potato chips. You won't find that shit down here. All just, dressed, man. All dressed, brother. <laughs> I just, I remember, uh, so I was in, uh, shit, I was in like fifth or sixth grade when we went up there for a family reunion. And I brought back a big-ass bag of ketchup potato chips because I thought, what the fuck is this? And all my friends were like losing their shit. And I'm like, yep, can only get them in Canada. You know, and it was just, it was the most craziest thing, but it was, it's really interesting. And then how different let's, it is from east to west coast there. Yeah. We don't have to get on a huge Canadian thing. Kill, uh, Nina and I used to go, uh, our aunt had a cabin in Canada, and we used to go there uh, every summer for what, like 10 years, Nina? Oh, at least. At least. Yeah, at least. 10 years. And and we used to go, and we loved, that was salt and vinegar before salt and vinegar yep, was yep, available. Yep. Dill, ketchup, all those. And like, yeah, every time we went, we're like, salt and vinegar chips. We're like, we can't wait. Ketchup chips, we can't wait. <laughs> And now it's now the only way to get poutine down here. Well, I actually got poutine here in 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 Petaluma in our uh, during Christmas. It was um, I think it made me want to go back to this. It's like a uh, what's that big bar that's down in Petaluma, Steve? The one that goes that oh the uh, one Christmas. by the theater. But yeah, the one that Christmas throws up on, and uh, we went there before. <laughs> we went, so. Oh, it's across it, from the twenty four hour fitness. I think so. Yeah, it's it's a it's a brewery kind of yeah. restaurant. But they have poutine there, and it is McSomething like something maybe or I'm oh no, not McNair's, not McNair's. No, it's further oh, okay. down. It's it's south of that, uh, or I'm sorry, north of there. But it, it during Christmas, it is the it is the place that Christmas threw up on. They have, you know, a a, a fairly good sized place, and there is not an inch that is not decorated to the fucking T. And they, I mean, they have snow machines. They, they do everything. It is the most ridiculous Christmas that, place that ever. Awesome. Oh, it is. That's. I mean, it's, it's it, exploded. Huh? Oh, it, it's crazy. But they have poutine there in uh, with brisket, and oh my god, it is the most to die for fucking food. That I was yeah. like, I was literally at work the next day. We went on a Sunday, and I was at work on a Monday, and I was like, it's noon. I'm like, shit. I wonder what time they start serving because I drive. Yeah, right. It's like a 30 minute drive, and I'm like, yeah, I drive down there for lunch for that. <laughs> shit was good. But yeah, so we get poutine. I, and, you know, watching hockey games, I knew what poutine was. So, you know, just, just what it is. Uh, you're a what? human. What? So you know what poutine is. <laughs> hey, no, no. No, I, I guess Steve I'm not human. Know. Well, I'm, well, I'm, when oh, I hear don't poutine, know what poutine, is? poutine let me, let me I'm thinking of the, of, the, of, the, of the alcohol. The I think we did no, uh, it's, the Irish. It's, no, it's French fries. Well, okay. with, steak, it's like steak fries with cheese curd. I got a bottle of boutine, and, poutine on my, in my liquor cabinet, so no, no, no. I'm not it's crazy. It's poutine with a P. <laughs> okay. so, it's, so it's steak fries, and they sprinkle cheese curds on top of them, and then brown gravy. Hot okay. brown gravy. It's delicious. And that's it. it is, and it just like that melts the cheese and the whole thing just like melts together into this Sounds delicious good. Blob. I didn't know it was a requirement it's, for being human, but uh, I'll. Oh, come on. <laughs> it is. It I is, can't believe you never. I'm just is, joking. I can't believe Mon nobody's ever heard of Montreal. Anyway. It is Montreal's uh, uh, contribution to world. to world cuisine. And <laughs> it is 
worthy. It when is I, really delicious. <laughs> when I was a kid, I went to Chicago uh, for, uh, I think it was, I, I think it was in high school. I went for some film summer program uh, when I started getting interested in making movies. And, and, uh, and I remember, I didn't know, something came up about tie-dye and I had never been introduced to tie-dye. And oh my God, I got teased. But now, <laughs> now I think about it, it's like, oh my God, how the hell did I not know what tie-dye was? But well, and, your parents so, probably didn't listen to the Grateful Dead, right? <laughs> maybe not. Maybe, no, they did not. They did not. Yeah, but I mean, uh, so yeah, there's probably things lucky out, for you. Actually, I, I'm sure there's plenty <laughs> of things out there that I'm still uh, innocent uh, when it comes to my knowledge. <laughs> yeah. So one of the inter- interesting things is this is uh, if you don't have the NHL knowledge, some of the jokes that they had, they they. Uh, they changed uh, some of the names to to be very funny, right? So you had uh, uh, Harry Butman as a character, <laughs> right, who was uh, actually a parody of uh, the NHL commissioner, Gary Bettman, right? They made him as short as possible. And, uh, I yeah. mean, and that is... Is that, that what that almost, was about? Oh, that's funny. And every yeah, time they said every time they said Butman, they really went but oh. you know they just like <laughs> yeah no they they threw that uh, there was a couple others so the 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 TV character Tom Barry who was the the kind of a TV uh, show host that they got it was like got almost like a talk show uh, sports talk radio so that uh, so that's supposed to be a parody of Don Cherry who is a very overly uh loud he wear he's always wearing very loud shirts and very loud ties uh and he's a very outspoken person in in big announcer for for hockey so it was more of a, a nod to him uh where where Butman was more of a kind of like uh we're 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 taking shots at you um there was a couple others let's see if I can find them uh there there was another gross, one gross um butt? gross butt yeah, they, they kept doing butt jokes on these people. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, oh, oh, one of the other ones I thought was really interesting So, uh, is uh, Tarion, or Tharian. I can't remember. I'm probably sp- speaking that wrong. Uh, he was the, the big guy that they got in a fight with. He was supposed to be the helicopter pilot. He was the one that got dressed right. up in the, the mascot suit. Oh, geez. So, yeah. So he... <laughs> That whole thing with that mascot suit where he he jumps in front of the, the, the mirror and he turns around and he goes, ah, so apparently Welcome what, what, yeah. So not only was that funny, but apparently that is a spoof on a big time commercial uh, from a, a pharmacist commercial where something would happen. And he goes, he goes, he's all like, aha, Philoprex, which is, which was the, the name. So it's the same actor. So they made this big joke with him doing that in the mascot suit. Oh, man. Where he, he turns around and goes, aha. And so I thought that was pretty funny that I found that out. I was like, that's, you know, they're poking fun at, at just Canadian stuff in general. Like, it, it's, um, I, it, it kind of, I'm trying to think of some of the U.S. movies that do, like, I remember, you know, it's almost like the old airplane stuff where they're just poking fun at little things that, <laughs> that people get and it, it, it kind of had a feel like that um, playing the movie yeah okay you know, where they're where they're just poking fun oh, yeah. at little things uh so i thought that was funny uh, but this the the fact that he was in the the mascot suit was pretty funny to begin with um technical issue i had with it when they when he gets out of the elevator and they punch him in the mascot suit and knock him out oh i know hey, Ain't no fucking way. You know, oh, any, I, I agree, but they did 
they did, they punched him and then it wasn't until they, op then they opened the elevator. And so my thought was, oh, maybe they beat him up more when he was in the elevator because they actually could. No, they were waiting outside for him. It opens up and they both punch him yeah. as the doors open. That's, I'm just watching in the background. That I, scene just popped up. Yeah, but I think then, then you just kind of, doesn't it just cut to them throwing him in the, I mean, it seems like they cut after no. that. The idea the door was, opens. Yeah. They, they punch, punch him. him in the head. Head. Yeah. And, and he, falls. he just drops back to the ground and falls down. And then what? Yeah. Then does it cut or does it? Then it cuts to them throwing then it cuts, him in the. But yeah. he wouldn't fall down if you punched him in the head. You don't think he'd lose with that balance? big foam know. head on? Those mascot heads, yeah. He's okay. also in a mascot outfit with uh, yeah. snowshoes on. So I mean, he, could, <laughs> yeah. he couldn't even walk down to, the stairs. Uh, actually, yeah. 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 I, I. It was just one of those things I thought was kind of ridiculous. Um, you mentioned. But I, I mean, you mentioned mascot, and and I did get feelings during the movie. You know, this is so hockey centric, and I was expecting. I I almost thought that, that in the end, the uh, you know that the uh, the tattoo killer was going to turn out to be you know uh, uh, a mascot. No, um, uh, well, I was. I kept thinking of Ace Ventura. You know, the Einhorn is Finkel. Mm -hmm. Finkel uh, is Einhorn because that was all uh, about how they, they that would have been great. They, they kidnapped the dolphin mascot, or you know, or, and yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and, and so I expected, oh, they're going to have some sort of weird twist like that. Or, okay, but. <laughs> I want to. Okay, Fortunately, um, it was a little. Bit, it was more fun. I liked seeing the guy explode. They, they never <laughs> named him more than Tattoo Killer, but when right. it all came down to it, right? He he ends up kidnapped after we find. You know, we get through the different deaths and the different tattoos, which are all, you know, leading up to actual kind of events in the NHL that are are embarrassing for Canada, right? The the trading of Lindros, the selling of huh. Quebec to Colorado. Uh, Gretzky going to LA. They're all they're all actual things that happened. But when you get this killer, it was such a letdown. It seemed like like what you, you get the junior, you know, high the, kid yeah. that uh, it really wasn't. It the was point. just like yeah, he he was should have been bit, someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, almost want you want an aha moment. It's like oh, it was him all along. You want the scoop? Yeah, it moment. was just <laughs> such a letdown. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, I, th I thought it was interesting when they, you know, he has the daughter and, you know, they have the face off. Although there were some weird things with, the, you know, him falling to the ground and shooting. I was like, if you're a cop, man, you what are you like a stormtrooper? Because your shots are horrible. Like the the guy's running off and he couldn't hit him from like 20 feet away. I was like, come on, man, better than that. But, um, you know, the, the it's bomb. It's kind of a general concept. People have to miss a lot in movies <laughs> or the movie doesn't progress. It's unfortunate, and I'm yeah. with you. Well, well, no, <laughs> bad guys always miss. The good guys always make shots. You're like, there ain't no fucking way, you know, fifty yards away, dead eye through the, you know, between the eyes kind of thing. But yeah, I just, I, I didn't, yeah. I did kind of like the bomb squad thing where he had to come up and, you know. But people were also like, they didn't even make it, you know, intriguing. They're like, oh, they stopped it at like thirty three seconds, which in that a was way. So well, we got there at the end. I also thought, once again, it goes back to my drink when I was talking about Patrick Waugh. Uh, he was number 33. So I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if that was a nod to, to him. Uh, you missed it earlier, uh, Bo. My drink was going to be a Rob Waugh instead of a Rob Roy. Uh, uh, but I ended up going something different. But I, <laughs> but anyways, I was wondering about But, yeah, it, plays, nice. out, it plays out later. Uh, it was just such a weird ending that it kind of was – like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it had a very fun. It was kind of like Lethal Weapon with a little better jokes. 
And that's weird to say that Lethal Weapon needed better jokes, but I think this was funnier than Lethal Weapon. But I think Lethal Weapon did the serious side a lot better than this did, if that makes yeah. sense. I was also thinking a little bit about Bad Boys and, and so forth, that uh, kind of relationship. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Well, Just I mean, there's more. Go ahead. I was going to say, there's so many different uh, buddy cop movies that this. It, it fits in a couple different genres where they kind of play off each other and they kind of don't, they don't mesh, but they do mesh. And then, yeah, but I, yeah. you know. I was thinking odd couple. My drink was almost the odd couple. I couldn't <laughs> find a, a good one, but it's like, you know, it's like the clean cut guy, you know, the, the, the English speaking guy. And then it was the right. French guy who's like kind of the, you know, beat up car. The and bad, all that kind of the stuff bad boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Well, I think that's what you find is is pretty generic with these buddy cop movies. You get, you know, I think we talked about Lethal Weapon and and Rush Hour and and yeah. uh, you know that's kind of a formula. So so it, it's it's a, but it and they pulled off a, a good relationship and it was still interesting. And so they it worked. Well, you know, it worked so well that they re, they have a a uh, a bon cop bad cop two. Yeah. That um, I haven't watched. It, it was I, the highest Canadian grossing movie. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. <laughs> but it took them eleven years before they released that. So uh, I was just gonna say, it, with it the same two actors. Yeah. Right? yeah. Now they're both gray, apparently. So yeah. it's not right. just one guy. <laughs> yeah, Gabrielle, though, I think she's all grown up, and she's. I think she plays a bigger role in this. Uh, the daughter. The, you're the daughter. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, the one that uh, escaped the bomb at the end. Yeah. Well, that's that's good if they actually kept into the fact that the 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 timing was that it was ten years later. That's good then. I. I it might be worth watching. I, I uh, yeah, if, I haven't seen. It. I, I did look at pictures from it, and I was, I, I, I spotted uh, the um, Martin Ward character. I, okay, that's him. But the, but then David Bouchard, yeah. it's like, is that the same actor? Because he, he certainly had it, had, had. He's changed. got gray hair now. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently it's on Netflix, so it's available to watch. It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, might be worth watching. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, we'd have to see. I'll give it a shot. Uh, you know, have uh, you watched the, it? The reviews are pretty good. We have not. The reviews Wait, are good. The this is your pick, and you haven't seen the part no, two. No, no, not not part two yet. No, but we will. I mean, it's only been out five years, Bo. Give him some time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's only been on Netflix for a couple of months. Right, so. right. And it never had a U.S. release. The movie, as far as right. I, yeah, as, as far as I know. So. Did this? But did the, the first the, one uh, have a U.S. release? Uh, no, I no. don't think so. I don't believe so. Yeah, the the audience uh, ratings on these uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the the first one is like eighty three, and the second one's seventy five or something like that. So they're they're pretty similar, and uh, yeah. you know the the people that it's aimed at seem to like it. So yeah. I'll definitely give it a shot. IMDb has it as as uh, the first one is a six point seven, and the second one is a six point six. So Kelly Shibachi's that's right in our wheelhouse of <laughs> of uh, of rating of movies that we'll watch on a Sunday morning. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, uh, it is it is fun. I, I like I said, I think what saved this movie for me was the was the hockey references for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I, I know I know that it, it especially the goalie stuff because that's that's right to my heart. Um, and it, it made me start to think like you know because they don't flat out say the names, but it makes me like oh I'm like when you put the Colorado I'm like oh shit that's the trade because literally they traded yeah. uh they well they didn't trade but they sold the team to Colorado and they went on to win the cup the very next year. So yeah. everybody in area are like fuck if we had have kept that team we would probably would have won. But then again, you know, would they have got Patrick Waugh? Would they have, you know, right. there's a lot of stuff to it. 
you know, the Lindros trade, they talked about that and stuff like that. So that was a big part of it. And, and I didn't well, the realize Gretzky, I mean, the Gretzky thing was like Gretzky to L.A. Yeah, it's just that was all kind of interesting because I was like, oh, my God, I kind of know some of this stuff. This is this is cool. Um, right. So. Uh, it was fun. It, uh, you know, I like the way they ended it. I like the fact that they, they didn't shoot him at the end, that they just blew him up because it was just kind yeah. of like, although both me and my wife go, he's running to the end of the pier. Where the fuck's he think he's going? <laughs> I was like, that was the, the dumbest. Water? Yeah, I was like, what, is he got a little boat down there? He's going to get away in a dinghy? You know, it was kind of like, it's <laughs> stupid. Um, right. Both of us laughed about that. Um, I did, I, you know, I don't know when they when they had the scene where he's walking up and he's got the daughter in the chair and they're kind of walking through. It looks like a, a full-size version of uh, the old air hockey game where, you know, mm-hmm. you, oh. it's kind of like this, um, what's the, the, the foosball yeah, yeah, the slide hockey. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, it looks like one of those, which I have my entire Wait, like life. like the foosball version of the hockey, hockey one yeah. with the dome over the top? Yeah. Talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have always wanted one of those my entire life, like from the day I one. I love that. Are you kidding me? That was the best game ever, and I was like, this is. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean. Oh, and, come on. I, eBay is a thing. <laughs> I know, but it's getting it <laughs> past my wife. Somewhere. It's yeah. not like you could just like throw it in the middle of your living room. Oh, I, I, would. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, because he has a wife that would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I'm sure Alyssa would be like, oh, you bought a hockey game? Yeah, let's just put it right in the fucking middle of the living room. Just rig it underneath <laughs> your, your dining room table and just make it so it rotates Have it flip upside up. down. Flip, 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 you know? <laughs> right, just flip it over and you're all good, right? <laughs> but that's that's one of those things is, you know, hockey is a is a uh, a uh, a thing that if you if you're into it, you're into it. If you're not... I can see where you're just well, like. What it's only the best watch? sport to watch. <laughs> well, again, I I don't know hockey, but I was really I liked the relationship and I loved how they played with language. It's like soccer on ice. So, so it it had it I'll, had other I'll elements like even even if you didn't yeah if you weren't uh, aware of the hockey references, which I wasn't. Well, it it it, it got it got to the it got to the the relationship between the two of them where you know they, it was Stour in the beginning where they didn't want to work to each other and it kind of worked. I mean. We talked about the the whole them getting stoned, which was a fifteen minute scene just to show them giggling <laughs> in the the chief's office. Um, you know, it was kind of kind of kind of fun, but a little little forced. Um, but that was also the whole. Language I think they thing also go, screwed each other. You know, one whole, screwed his sister, one screwed the wife. It, that kind of right, brought them together. Right. It's a pretty ah. bold decision to to do the the mixed language the way they did because you yeah. know you're gonna probably you're gonna you're gonna piss off Elite. half the audience, you know, for one reason and piss off the other half for another reason. And then the people that, so, but it worked, so you know, and the, the one I listened to, it was that, that Flix X-Ray podcast um, that has all the Canadian, they were talking about how the jokes between Ontario and Quebec and how like they literally like each side had jokes about each other that they thought were, you know, that, Maybe if you're not from those places and you don't understand it, it you know, you don't get it. But it's like that little inside joke stuff. That was there was also a lot of that too, which I thought was. I, I believe it. I loved the scene with the coroner when he's rattling off about uh, <laughs> the, the helicopter and how far yeah. he fell from, and, and just and and you know it's all in French and you get some subtitles and stuff, but he's rattling it off so fast and and so you don't really follow everything. But the delivery was was hilarious, and so you you get just to get a sense with how it's delivered, how the, the humor plays out, just in the rhythm of the of the the cadence yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I I appreciated that. 
it was it was fun. They they did a pretty decent job with this. Um, like I said, it seemed to me it seemed like a. I, I, I'm sure it's not, but it seemed like almost like a low budget uh, kind of college made film in a way. Uh, but it 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 was a really well done one, yeah. you know, compared to American blockbusters, if 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 you will, like Lethal Weapon and stuff like that. It seemed like they they didn't throw the money at it. But they did all the same stuff by by just putting work in. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not trying to put it down. I'm trying to say that, like, they didn't have to throw money at these high-priced actors, and they didn't get these big names. They got some guys that were decent at acting. They got some people that knew what they were doing with writing a script. They got some people that knew how to fucking film some stuff. And they put together a really good movie. But it doesn't have that high budget that... Uh, you know, an American release of this would have had that yeah. makes but, it better. But I don't think it feels like a student-made movie. I mean, you watch a student film, you get a sense of you know the framing and things just don't quite work. This this still felt like a like a Hollywood movie, uh, at least to me. It had okay. maybe it was the, you know the, you you talked. Well, you're about the one the, that was a f that did film stu well, you know I, student film, so yeah. I can see that. I, I mean. think there were a couple times that where they did kind of some fast cutting when they were doing some driving and oh. stuff that I thought, oh, that's that old. You know, it, kind of the sign of the times when they were trying to do a lot of fast cutting that Hollywood was getting away with that. It kind of gives you a sense well, of urgency. But, oh, my gosh, I can't stand that. Um, and it had a, a small scene when they were dry. I think it was when they were driving. It was. Around. It was horrible. Yeah, it was. It was so, the most unneeded. But like it, he's going to drop his girl, his daughter off at school and he has to like fucking go through the, the cones at like 95 miles yeah, per hour. It, yeah. was, it was the most like, why didn't you just slow down and wait? Yeah, but they were. It was probably just the best way of editing that together with the footage they had. So, but other than yeah. you know, so you did see some of those things, but uh, but overall, it felt it felt like it had solid cinematography. The framing was was, yeah. was good, and the performances felt were great. I mean, that's that's where it I think really to shot, me it was shot. because they seemed to have like like you said that 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 car scene where it seemed like oh well we got this let's let's cut it together and use it where it doesn't do anything for the movie you're kind of like why was that even in there and a lot of the scenes didn't seem to have a lot of a lot of people for one or a a big stage where it seemed like oh we're going to use this classroom and i got four people so and two cameras we're going to do that's what i meant by it. it was it wasn't it wasn't overly shot it wasn't overly produced it wasn't overly done right that's why i said it seems more like a a student film been a Hollywood blockbuster, but it worked for everything mm -hmm. it was. It's it's better than a, a student film. Yeah, is it would, working? You know what I think of, of its flaws or in spite of them. It was, it was like a low right. budget. Right. It was like a low budget independent. I mean, as so, yeah, yeah exactly. So was. so I and, was going to say, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say they they leaned into their strengths and you know kind of shuffled the balls under the cups. For the stuff yeah. they didn't have the money for, you know, and kind of hopes just right. like they didn't, hope that everything else made up for it. And they didn't skimp on uh, the supporting cast because sometimes you get a couple no. leads that really carry the movie, and then you could throw these supporting cast roles in there that really, you know, don't hold up. And it seemed here, and the supporting roles yeah. were all all very solid and uh, did did what they needed to do and supported the the scenes yeah. well effectively. That's a good point. I didn't I didn't consider that. Um, I mean, well, Iris I was, Ward was was incredible she did a great job in her scenes yeah <laughs> the sister she was incredible yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> anyway uh i take it you were kind of fond of her <laughs> the two 
I mean, there were some good dudes. I mean, some of those dudes were pretty nice. I, you know, you can't, you can't, you know, say, hey, I, I didn't think that scene needed. I, I would have rather had double that scene and take out that whole uh, race car thing. But when know, Iris whole, was introduced, past- she was the one that, that. Uh, it was the fun aunt. She was the, the fun aunt and she sold it. You really did get a sense that, that, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a hard thing to, to, to get a, a teenager's attention and sure she was she was attractive but but she also had a, a vibe that worked and really kind of played it played it correctly you, yeah. know, you felt like it was it was legitimate that the the, the yep. teen was going to be a little bit more drawn towards her so yeah so the two things that i kind of noticed and you talked about uh the quality or the the level of of the the filming or the level of the um like production i guess mm-hmm. i I would equate this. Have, has anybody seen the movie Primer? Oh yeah, yes. yes. So yeah. this reminds me of the movie Primer. I think Primer has more of a lower budget feel to me. Yes, much. Yeah, but it it has some similarities. It's okay, not sure. the same, but it has some similarities in that they have to like bridge the gap between budget and quality, kind of a thing. Because Primer, I think, is a good movie. And they have to bridge the gap between the low budget. I wouldn't say it's apples to apples, but it's like, to me, similar category. But um, the other thing is now, um, I I got this uh, DVD as a gift from the Ely's um, at one point. Uh, I don't remember when, but I still oh, do years have it. Years, ago. years and years ago, yes. Uh. Um, and I still have it. Um, I watched the, the Netflix version because I'm lazy. And, um, <laughs> I, uh, I I recall the first time I watched it, I was like, and it was long enough ago that I was kind of like, it's kind of corny. You know, it's like, it's fun. It's whatever. And the second time watching it, like, like, sorry, guys, I've only watched it twice. The DVD okay. you gave me in this time. But, uh, I, I actually found it like better the second time okay. than yeah. this time because the first time I was like, it's kind of corny, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. hard to follow, like didn't, didn't. And, and now that I don't, I don't know, you know, I'm 54 now and I'm not 34 or whatever it was and all that. And I just like, it's like, I, I had a greater appreciation for the work that kind of went into everybody that was on their production and they did, you know, they did like some good stuff with this. And so it's like, and, and this is definitely a, if you want to enjoy it and watch it, it's definitely it's a, a phone down movie. It's mm-hmm. a fun, it's fun. It's one of those, like when I watch something and I, I come away from it and it's like, okay, do I want my two hours back? Or was that, you know, no. I could, I, I could have watched anything and, this yeah. was one of those ones where I was like, yeah, no, that was fun enough that I, I don't care that I, you know, it caught, it took two hours. I think it's like just under two hours, if I'm not mistaken. It's like, it's like just an uh, hour and 57. Yeah. 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 Like I, I enjoyed it enough that I was like, that was fun. I, I mean, you know, I immediately, me and my wife were talking about certain things and, and it made me like, as a hockey fan, it did. If you are hockey a hockey fan, fan draws you out in this. That's the thing. Oh my I'm god! Thinking, if you're if you're a hockey, hockey fan, fan you, you gotta watch this. Yeah, <laughs> because it did. It made me go look up all the shit they were talking yeah. about. Like yeah. I didn't know 
everybody that was involved with nope. the Lindros trade. You know, I didn't know that was uh, Forsberg went there. I didn't know about Ricci. Ricci, yeah. and to me, there's a personal touch there. So I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Um, I knew about the Nordiques going to Colorado. I mean, I knew about yeah. that, but I didn't know how much other shit was really involved with that. And so it, it made me want to go find out what they were talking about because they, they covered it up so well that it was like the NHL cannot sue them in any way. Yeah. <laughs> right. They did just enough. enough. <laughs> yep. To know. And um, well, I'll tell you, here's the thing. This was, I, I said at the beginning, this was shown to us by our friend Guilen, who yep. is a Canadian and a hockey fan. And she knew we were hockey fans. And the funny thing is, it's like it. It took me way too long to catch on that the the plot revolved around hockey. Oh, really? <laughs> and, yeah, I was just like, I just thought it was like a murder mystery, and I'm like, wait a minute, is this whole movie about hockey? Yeah, yeah. She, and, she looked at me and said, "Wouldn't it be funny if this whole movie was about hockey?" And our our friends turned to us and just kind of gave this huge grin. Yeah. So, so oh, that's and, hilarious. And, and I mean, so it's it's one of those movies that's that's fun to share with people. Yeah. Because because it's not really well known here in in the U.S. Right. And it's really one of the reasons Andrew picked it is because he knows. Uh, well, we gave it to Bo because he's a hockey fan. We know you yeah. know are a hockey fan. Um, and we thought it would be you would you would get a kick out of it. Oh yeah, for, for all sure. The so. I went into this not knowing anything that it had anything to do with hockey. So to me, it was such a a, a superb surprise that it was like, <laughs> oh my god, this made it so much better. Because I literally was like, I I I thought it was going to be good cop, good cop. Like I mean, I yeah. thought the Bond was, you know, I thought that was just a, or I'm sorry, bad cop, bad cop. I thought I didn't know it was good cop, bad cop. And but when it when it switched to hockey, my my you know my monkey brain turned on and flipped and went, oh. <laughs> and then I started, exactly. I started, oh my God. I mean, really? Okay. You know, knowing me, I, I like explosions and boobs in movies. And I <laughs> thought the hockey was so much more important than this, than the nudity scenes. Like I, if I had to cut anything out of this, like if they said, okay, we're going to cut all the hockey references or we're going to, we're going to cut the nudity. I'm like, fuck, get rid of her. I mean, she was nice and all, right. but throw me some more yeah, hockey. That scene, right. Cut the sex scene uh, yeah. out. I right. was like that. That to me was was so incredible about this, and 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 I know Steve, you don't get the uh, the hockey because you 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 know you're not the deep fan like we are, you know, uh, having not played and stuff like that. But that's okay. There's a lot of fun stuff in this, but it's one of those things. It's it's almost like the hidden joke. This yeah. is like this is gonna yeah. be good for everybody. But if you know this inside joke, you're gonna even get it better. And that's I w- that's I w- what it was. I wonder if the makers yeah. were almost. It seems like if there was enough people that were frustrated about all this, th- all this crap going down about losing players and teams to to, oh, to the states, I think there's a lot. Maybe of people in maybe Canada. this, in a sense, was a lot <laughs> yes, of they were 100%. they were presenting this movie as a way of kind of appeasing these frustrated. Uh, oh, I'm Canadian sure it was, and kind of maybe bringing the temperature down. It's like let's give them some good characters and <laughs> and, and, and and let's blow up the you well, know let, let's, right. let's show what let's can happen. Even- and, yeah. Right. We talked about earlier that this didn't do as well in the, the American speaking side of Canada. Right. It only did 500 in the opening weekend. 
this is speaks to the Canadian or the French Canadian side so much more because the Nordiques were a French Canadian team, and the other a lot of the other teams are in the you know Calgary, Toronto, Ontario, Vancouver. So it's Ontario. Oh, fuck you, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, <but>. no way. <laughs> Anywho, uh, anyways, but it, it so it's it it definitely speaks to the French side of of and and you know you talk to you know especially the French side of Canadian they're you know they're like look Canada start you know or hockey started in Canada fuck you Americans you know it is us yeah. and stuff like that and and so there's there's a lot of fun ribbing that goes around with a lot of people with that. And yeah. so it, 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 you know, hockey fans and hockey players specifically have a lot of fun with that. And I think that's, they yeah. found a way to touch that right. and they did it in such a good way. And like you said, yeah, it is a way to appease those, those fans from that area over that, that are so upset with all the shit that happened. And they did, they got the fucking, they got the shitty end of the stick for sure. The Lindros trade, the <laughs> Gretzky, fucking Quebec, you know, going to Colorado. I mean, Jenny they got, got twice with the Lindros thing. How's that? I, I well, I mean, because the trade, they lost out. But then also when, I, don't I know. mean, are you talking about the original Lindros trade with the Philadelphia getting Lindros? Yeah, and, yeah, Lindros, and yeah. they and they got Ricci, Forsberg, and one. Yeah. I can't remember who the other one. Right, I don't okay. know. That seems that seems like a pretty decent trade because if you think about it, if if they hadn't been sold to Colorado the next year, Forsberg is a fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Ricci is. Yeah. I mean, Ricci was a good player. I yeah. I personally have a, a personal touch to him because I think he's incredible. I've met him once in person. I sat down at a bench at a a, a Sharks practice and talked to him one time. It was fucking one of the craziest, most fun days of my life. But it was also one of those things. Is like it turned in. They won the cup the very next year after they got traded or sold yeah. to Colorado. Is is insane. Um, but yeah, so I I can see those people in that area be like. Fuck yeah. the NHL. Fuck all these people. And this is a way to kind of throw that middle finger to the world in a fun way yeah. movie that those inside jokes get a laugh. So yeah. I, I'm all about it. And and in a way, it, it was also kind of like, let's make the most Canadian movie you can possibly <laughs> make. And it's like, well, it has to be half French and half English because, you know, that's, that's true. Canada. That's true. You know, and it has, and it has to involve hockey. Right. Has that's the one thing it did. Well, it did, and it like they need. They should have had a game. They, they needed to have somebody playing. Uh, that's. I mean, okay. So the one thing that made me so the most Canadian movie I can think of, and I'm not even sure how Canadian it is, but it's Strange Brew. <laughs> right. Very Canadian. It's pretty. I, much more Canadian. I than fucking that. love that movie so much. I don't that, made 8.5 I mean, million. I, I had that one up on my screen. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, they have. Take off, every, you hooser. Well, <laughs> take off, eh? Noah and I kind of based our podca pa podcast off of Bob and Doug McKenzie as a, as a possible oh, okay. way, you know. Uh, so. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just one of those things is like, I, you know, they, they threw everything they could in their Canadian. I mean, they have the beer. They have the, 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 the normal sayings, the toques, you know, everything that you can think of Canadian. Right. Hockey. Uh, it just, they, they did this. This is almost like a sophisticated <laughs> fuck you to the NHL. Uh, <laughs> fuck you to the U.S. with a, with a little bit of just like. Close, some of the logos are like. Some of the names and some of the logos are like just close enough. They did everything. Like, they obviously, could. 
everything they could not to make sure that they paid the NHL absolutely yep. nothing. Yep. And that yep. is a big fuck you to the NHL, yep. which oh, yeah. I appreciate. I'm also like, I'm like, oh, my God, that's so good. Uh, that, that scene where they, they, they catch the guy, you know, he's going to do kill the guy in the Zamboni or whatever, and he's running through, and he's got the long hair, and they're all wearing jerseys. And he gets up into the stadium, and everybody's wearing their jerseys like, oh, that's fuck every game yeah. ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's so much fun. But, yeah, the, it, the, the logos are so close but not yet there, but they look so yeah. much like they like would the, be. Yeah, yep, yep, 100%, 100%. Agreed. So, so. I, it's um, a fun, fun movie. I, I mean, this is an excellent pick. I, I think this is great. You've done a credible job with this, Andrew, with with bringing you. you know this one. Uh, you brought you know uh, what we do in the shadows before, which was another one where it's like it's kind of which, yeah, which inspired me to watch more of it. So yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and that's and that's incredible, and that's and that's why we like these. I mean, you know, we we had our our spouse uh, episodes. We had four of them before, and we got some great picks out of that one. And yeah. we're we're getting ready to roll into that with with, with we got three more coming uh, with different. Each one of us have our spouse bringing another one. Uh, I don't know if we'll get obscure picks like this one uh, from the, from the rest. Uh, I think the rest are not so obscure. That's but fine. I, I have to. Say, I'm I, looking forward to it. I was going to say, if this had not shown up on Netflix a couple months ago, we probably wouldn't have picked it. What would but you? It so, the, two, so yeah. So, so on that note, two things. One, what would you have picked? And two, <laughs> is there anything we didn't cover that you wanted to cover? Nice, good, good segue. I'm Andrew, to, that's I, I to had, Andrew. It's not to anyone. Yeah, I, I had a, I had a couple of things uh, floating in my head, and I'm I'm trying to remember what they were at this point. Um, I think you had talked about uh, Planet of the Apes, maybe. Yeah. Well, one one I wanted to do was uh, do a comparison of uh, the the '68 Planet of the Apes and uh, the the more recent ones. Okay. Since mm-hmm. we've done uh, the Footloose thing before, um, right, right. I still think that uh, the original Planet of the Apes is is one of the best science fiction films ever made. Yeah. Uh, a, a true Rod Serling classic. The Tim Burton remake or the uh, the more recent ones with uh, Andy Serkis? The Mark or... Wahlberg remake or the Tim Burton? Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, I try to avoid the Mark Wahlberg one. Uh, they, they tried too hard on that one, in my opinion. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I like the Andy Serkis. I, I think he is an incredible uh, actor. And, and Those are great movies, too. Those are really yeah. heavy and thoughtful you know but uh one other thing you were asking uh if there was anything else i'd like to bring up uh i something we missed or whatever yeah obviously i I do believe that the uh american impression of canada is really misinformed in in a lot of (laughs) cases um one of the jokes that we used to have in um you know family joke here was uh how we have all of the different csi uh, shows coming up in the different cities and everything, and uh, we wanted to see them do a CSI Canada, <laughs> oh, where it, it would be assumed that you know, oh yeah, we're just gonna drive over to Toronto from Montreal, or we're gonna go, <laughs> or, or there's a bit of murder in Vancouver. It's like, well, send out CSI Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like there's uh, a Law and Order UK. I'm like, I mean, UK's not that small. Yeah. No. Anyway. But I mean, no, sorry, I, I didn't I, mean to cut you off, but yeah, is no, there any fine. Is there any I mean, so so that's you didn't we didn't miss anything that you were like we have to talk about this or anything like that? 
No, I, I'm just glad that uh, you you got into uh, the the whole uh, Gary Bettman, Harry Buttman. Yeah. Thing. Oh I mean, yeah. That, no. The first time we saw that, uh, we, we were rolling on the floor. Uh, and and this like, was and this was several years ago, so it was all yeah. kind of fresh. You know, it this was like 2009, right. only a couple of years after it came out. Right. And it just you know how short they made him and <laughs> yeah. how that was fucking and, hilarious. Oh man. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Hundred percent. I was trying to remember the other one they did. They there was another one that they made fun. I mean, I know they did the Don Cherry kind of joke with Tom Barry, um, and that's another one that's kind of with the uh, tie. They talked about the tie yeah. instead of the jacket, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Patrick uh, Heward. Um, so he's he's the guy that is uh, Bouchard. Apparently, he gave out. The, there's that scene where he's talking on the Don Cherry, and he gives out his his phone number. Apparently. Oh, yeah. In the movie, he gave out his actual personal phone number. Oh, really? They filmed, and so they had to dub over a different number because. He, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. wow. I thought that was I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, they also made they, yeah they there was a couple others that I I'm not picking up on. I, I had it written down here. I'm not seeing it. Uh, yeah. But it was just I I thought they did such a good job with kind of. Like I said, being so close to like getting so close but not close enough. Yeah, yeah. The the, the purpose. Bu- yeah, the bub in is so good though. Uh, that was that was probably the best one. Um, and like I said, I I I really it was funny when we were uh, Alyssa actually called it out is when the they were talking about the the trade you know the number one draft pick and stuff like that. She's the one that that called out. She goes, "Oh, that's Gretzky." Uh, you know, and so I thought that was hilarious. And, you know, it was just it was fun for us to to pull the hockey references out of this. And it was yeah. fun. Um, yeah. I thought they did yeah, they, a good job with this for sure. There is one last thing. Um, when I was looking at this this time, I went, Comfior, why why do I know his name? And he's like the, the patriarch from Umbrella Academy. If you've ever seen that, and uh, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, even know now I have, I because you reviewed it, right? We did, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to place him. I, I Okay. He was... N- n- the dad. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He ran the Umbrella Academy. So, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, so um, the guy that played Ward, uh, call him... Yeah, um, call him Fjord. He's actually been in a lot of uh, uh, American movies. Is is um, what I come to understand. Chicago. He was in uh, Chronicles yep. of War. He was even in Thor. Riddick. He was uh, in Thor. Yeah. yeah. He was. He was uh, a, which he was one? The, he was the first King one. Laufey, the, he was King no. Laufey, the Loki's uh, dad. Yeah. Loki's Loki's birth father. And, yeah. So he's in a lot of makeup. Head of the Frost Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, okay. wow. yeah, so a lot of people that were talking about this were like, oh, I recognized him because of he's in a lot of, uh, you know, regular American based movies, uh, you know, or the USA based movies and stuff like that, uh, which, you know, I thought was right. kind of interesting. Careful so, with calling it American movies when you're in Canada. No, well, that's, let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're 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 the top hat of America. I get it. I <laughs> knew somebody was going to say that. <laughs> no, I mean, I have, I have loved Canada. I mean, like I said, my grandma was from, uh, her family is from Canada. And, I love know, Canada I, too. I used to go every I, year. Yeah. We used to go every year. Loved vacation. I want, I want to go back and visit. Um, I, I know now hey, you have to have a. We have friends passport. in Canada, Vancouver. I mean, we, you know, I mean never politically, been to... we have this, we have this wonderful relationship with them. This, it's the longest, uh, unguarded, border in the world. Um, hmm. 
you know, they, they tell stories when, like, uh, you know, when, uh, when, when shit goes down in foreign countries, uh, like the Canadian, um, diplomats and journalists will give, uh, maple leaf flags and pins and things oh. to the American journalists so that they can get out. And, yeah. you know, it's just, they're, it, they're wonderful people. <laughs> Nine eleven, they were letting... Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, when nine eleven happened, and they just like posted all the pl- all, all the, the planes, planes and stuff. Yeah, it had yep, to go, come yep. down in Newfoundland, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, and I don't mean to make light of it, but I there. I remember growing up, there was a good joke about you know nobody's afraid to be invaded by Canada, and like you know, and there's this whole thing about what are they going to do? Take over? Like, were they going to invade Turkey? <laughs> and so you know, it's just like one of those things is like. Canada is not a, a, a military leader and stuff like that. So it's like open border. But yeah. it is it's not because we're afraid and not because they don't have an army. It's because we have a good relationship with them. And, yeah. And yeah. Yep. I, I love that. Yep. And I and I, I don't I think that's it would be nice if that's how it was everywhere. Oh, uh, please, but, yes. Yeah. You know, it, it, yep. <laughs> if we could all find a way. I mean, we don't we don't always share the same ideas, but you know what? We we get along well enough. And, and that's what yep. it is. Uh, and this movie shows that. I mean, they 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 do they poke fun at each other this is kind of like this would be nice if the states could be like this too you know they have these huge providences and stuff like that yeah. and they do they poke fun at each other but it's not to the point where it's like they get mad it's like oh yeah that was a good one i'm gonna get you back yeah. and yeah. it would be nice if we could be like that too so there's a lot of good stuff we could learn from there uh this is a fun movie uh, I, I highly recommend this. Uh, I, I don't know why the, the rating is so low on IMDb. It's To me, this is not a 6.7. This is, is, is definitely a higher. High 7, low 8, I think. Yeah, and, and that might yeah. be the, the hockey references talking, but, yeah, I mean, it's still fun enough. Even without before. that, I think it's a high 7, low 8. I mean, I yeah. think it's, yeah. So it, it, it's definitely worth it. it it's fun. It, it's, it's two hours. I mean, what else are you going to do? Like, it, that's, you know, yeah. at best, a good nap. Uh, you know, yeah. so, uh, you know, I've, I've wasted much more time on that in some shitty movies. So, uh, yeah. it, it yeah. is definitely worth it. Uh, one of the things I wanted I mean, to I watch Thor Ragnarok once. So I Motherfucker. mean, <laughs> Dude, now if you just said Thor one, Thor two, I, I'd have given it to you, but Thor Ragnarok, you're a silly motherfucker. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I want. I wanted to know. You know, uh, we talked about this before about talking about what we're watching currently, and and I wanted to see what you guys are. What you know, we haven't done that in a while, so I kind of was yeah. interesting. I heard something about finishing, uh, you know, Ted Lasso, but I, I'm just curious of what you guys are into right now, what you guys are watching, uh, what's taking up your media time. Uh, I just started. I recently started uh, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Oh yes. About two thirds of the way through the first season. Nice. And I I'm a Trekkie from way way back <laughs> to the surprise of no one from who the cartoons five. when we were coming home from school right. in exactly. the summer and had to yeah. watch the Star Trek cartoon and all that yeah, yeah. long term yeah to anyone who's talked to me for five minutes you know <laughs> yeah. knows my love for Star Trek and I I think this is probably the Star Trekiest Star Trek since Next Generation <laughs> the Star and, Trek <laughs> yeah and I am really enjoying it and it's really nice to. See you know, when Anson Mount, when they let him talk, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> not that he, not that he was bad in his other roles, but it's nice, you know, to hear him, you know, get a few, 
few sentences out from time to time. I have to say, <laughs> season one of that is probably one of my favorite Star Trek series uh, ever, and and I'm a huge New Generation fan, uh, but I really, really like season one. Uh, not to discourage you, but season two does not hold up as well, mm. uh, but it might have the best two-part finale uh, and I've only seen one. I've only seen the first part that I've ever seen. Is it, it, I'm like, this should have been a movie. Okay. Uh, and and I was like, holy crap, this is good. But that first season is incredible. I I like I like that that show a lot. So I'm yeah, there. There are a couple of episodes uh, toward the end of the second season where they they are just banging it out. They they were doing some incredible work on those. Uh, He's the, he's seen them. So all. I was yeah. say, so you've seen it, and she has. Okay, I have, well, yeah, okay. right. I, I the, was the crossover. Somebody recommended. Somebody you know, just just perspective. I'm not yeah. like being critical. I just was. Oh, uh, somebody had out recommended. What's going on. Somebody <laughs> yeah. had recommended Discovery to me, and I oh, hated oh. the first season of that. Yes, those are not Klingons. I'm sorry, uh, but when they got into. <laughs> The second season, and they had Pike on there. Yes, I, I, you know, I, I was enjoying that, so I was very happy when they did uh, Strange New Worlds. So I, I was watching that and uh, recommended it to Nina, and there we okay. go. But uh, they definitely uh, have the spirit of the original Star Trek. I mean, you For can sure. look at the sets and go, "Yep, that's the Enterprise. That's everything they did." They just kind of updated the the stuff and uh, sure. kept the spirit of it very well um as have, I you said, watched, there... have you watched lower decks at all i tried it once and had trouble latching onto it but when they got okay. to the the one episode that they released for comic-con yeah yeah okay <laughs> off schedule uh that was uh, the crossover there that was hilarious it was it, it is it's my favorite episode of season two, other than the uh, two-part finale. Uh, it's called "Those Old Scientists," and it is—it is a fun. It is like it start. It's almost—it almost reminds me of Orville in a way, where it yeah. takes the Star yeah. Trek idea and then it adds some actual fucking humor. Yeah. And it is—it's yeah. a—it's a good thing, and and so yeah, and, and I don't know if you guys have watched Orville yet, but oh, yeah. almost no, the, not the whole thing. I'm I'm on. I haven't watched the most recent season, but everything else. For yeah, sure. the first two seasons are so banger. It's it's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's cool. That's great. All right, Andrew. Eddie? What about you? What do you? I mean, did we say what you're watching, or we just go Nina? Well, trying to go quick. It's hard to keep track of what's quick and what's not quick. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> uh, having just finished uh, Strange New Worlds, uh, I'm still finishing up on uh, Discovery, catching up with the the end of that. But uh, I've I've got to say that's really Star Trek adjacent. It's not Star Trek. Gotcha. Okay. So I'll okay. I'll tap out and let somebody else take. It. <laughs> okay. Sure. Nice. What about you, Bo? What do you What are you watching when you get some time? Uh... Um, so we we've been doing some binging. We watched Painkillers, which is it's a it's a it's not a documentary. It's Matthew Broderick stars in it. It's a it's a recreation of oh right the uh, the Purdue the OxyContin right. the people oh, that invented oh, OxyContin. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, it's actually the it's it's, it's really yeah the Sackler I think it's called Sackler, Sackler family. It's got some really good actors in it. Tim Riggins is in it from Friday Night Lights. He plays one of the main people. Oh, okay. Really, really good series. Um, you know, we we 
I will say we dozed off during the last episode, but not because it wasn't good, but because we had watched all five episodes or six back to back. So, I mean, that's, that's what we've watched recently, but you know, we're still like cruising through law and order. I mean, we're just like mm-hmm. cruising. Like, so we're totally caught up on the current law and order we're watching criminal intent right now. I'm actually buying seasons one to 20 on DVD. Oh, um, off of eBay, so we can watch Holy seasons shit. one to twenty. Wow! To to um, get a little more Lenny, <laughs> got to get a little more Lenny in your lives, man. Uh, and I don't know if you watch Law and Order, but uh, uh, no. Lenny is one of the one of the policemen, and he's uh, she's I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name, but he's the guy that is plays. That, is that well, Jerry he, Orbach? Jerry Orbach, yeah. yeah. Jerry Orbach father is Father and is Dirty Dancing. Fucking Father and Dirty Dancing, The yeah. Candlestick and Beauty yeah, and the Beast. Yeah, right. Like he's <laughs> such a great actor. And I'll tell you what, he has some of the great comedic lines in those first twenty or so seasons. The twenty or so seasons season. He has so many great comedic lines, so many great so many great like just just things. And and I got this from a podcast I was listening to, uh, Dork Forest, where uh they talk about um everybody comes up with their dorktums. And one of the people that came in, their dorkdom was law and order. And they came up with this line with their spouse that when they watch and somebody who's not Lenny, Jerry Orbach, tries to tell a joke or tries to like have a quick quip and it just fucking falls short, which they all do. It's like, you'll never be Lenny. And that's what <laughs> Kelly and I, that's what Kelly and I say to each other. When somebody tries to crack oh. a joke or make some <laughs> stupid comment or whatever, we'll just look at each other and be like, you'll never be Lenny. You'll just never, yeah. Lenny's the best. So anyway, but so that's Arsh. what we're watching. We just like law and order trying to finish up Frasier and then probably move on to gossip girl. But I mean, that's kind of mm-hmm. where we are right now. So interesting. Okay, cool. What about you, uh, Steve? Sorry, that was just both. Steve's. Up. It's all good. Yeah, I'll be pretty quick because I I've actually for the last few weeks, um, I've been cramming for a for an ex, for a certification exam that that oh, I was okay. trying to get uh, going for my good luck my work. in advance. Well, yeah, actually, it, it happened today and I passed it. Oh. Which so nice. Yeah, um, but I mean, all my all my like hours that were available, all my well, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. free time, I was I was cramming. So I have not been watching anything except what we've been watching for the podcast yeah, perfect. um so uh now that now that i passed that uh, i passed it i'm happy to put it in the rearview mirror and just uh and just sure yeah watch i don't know what well, I'm congrats watch. on passing thank you i know that's yeah. stressful yeah it, your adult life having to take an exam is not fun right i know <laughs> it's <just> like, right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so true so true yeah, I couldn't uh, sleep last night. I had, I was, I was, I no. was that so nervous. So you took it today. I took it today. Yeah, to drive, oh, to, okay. I had to drive to San Francisco to a, to a testing center and and yeah. you know where they are. Wait, they don't. You couldn't have taken it. There used to be a testing center in Santa Rosa. Is that there? Anymore? Yeah, Empire College. I used to take certifications there at Empire College. I used to um, take them up by the bagel shop, up by the. Uh, there's a Safeway near, uh, uh, like, there's that Safeway. I don't know. I'm just. Drawn well, off my bike. This this was the same way by the Chinese mm. place that's by the by the Jamba <laughs> Juice that's kind of north of Are you I kidding north me? Of College Ave, north of Steel Ave. Uh, Mendocino? Local, or, yeah, Mendo. Yeah. yeah. Take the 101 yeah. to the 116. That's like, and get off and you know, it's it's the store next to the street that, that has the street light, uh, you know? There's like a there's like a 
It's it's near that. What's the? There's a brewery there, like stealing something. Stealing hops. hops. Has been stealing hops. It's like right north of there on the road. North, north of the college. Yeah, I believe you. you. It's not there anymore. At least the, this yeah. is the closest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be, but this anyway, is that's the closest. A and uh, yeah. you can do. You can actually do uh, online. You can do them where they monitor you. In a in a uh, yeah, 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 you got to set up a camera. And you have to go through a lot of. Well, they did that all that during happen. COVID too. A lot of my, a lot right. of my coworkers had to take their architecture exams during yeah. COVID. It was like had to have a camera and they had to have you like all yeah. that kind of stuff. I yeah. didn't want to do that. I just didn't want to have to yeah, deal with all you. that stuff because right. you know if you don't get one thing right, you. then they're going to say sorry. You don't. Yeah. You can't. Dude, can't you should have gone to the Metreon while you were in San Francisco. I mean, after the exam, you should have scooted down to the Metreon and caught something in IMAX. Because we all know Noah actually hosts a podcast about movies and has never seen an IMAX, which is fucking criminal. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I still, wait. You I, host I a movie, you host a podcast about movies and you've You're never on, seen something in IMAX? But, but, but I see movies. You haven't seen the Harry Potter movie, so shut up. I don't oh, care. You're on you a podcast about a movies. podcast about movies. <laughs> Wait, why does IMAX have anything to I watch movies. Because it's I watch the a lot top of, of the top of the top of movie oh. watching experiences. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's higher? No, I, 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 think, I prefer to curl up on the couch with my wife and a good cocktail watching oh a movie. Oh my god. I like that. I, I have some yeah, issues. Is with she IMAX. in the room? No, actually <laughs> I have some issues with Hi, Alyssa. sometimes that's too damn big. Yeah. So if something's happening in the upper left screen and then something happens in the bottom right, you've got whiplash. Just got to sit in the back. Watch everything the that's back. going on. And it, it's, it, and it depends on the screen. Some are better than others. Yeah. And if you're sitting in the back trying to make it smaller, what's the point? Yeah. I would say the Dolby is actually a little bit better than the, yeah. the IMAX. The <laughs> Dolby, the sound makes it a little better. Anyway. Yeah, I like that. It does. All right. Yeah. Well. For me, what do you, uh, yeah, go ahead, Noah. So we just we we we've kind of killed through some different things. I, I we finished up um, uh, shrinking with not too long ago. Oh, you uh, did. Which, that is that is incredible. We haven't it, gotten through that yet. We want to finish it. It's it's it takes a little bit to get going, but once it gets going, it's it's really yeah. really good. Uh, we started only murders in the building, um, oh, which so is good. which is one of those ones I've heard several times in. We C watched Bar the first oh, episode, Martin, right? See Martin, Martin Short. Yeah, yeah. see Martin, Martin Short. No. And who's Sel the woman? Selena, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Yeah. Yeah. That's our next one. Yeah. So it's a good one. It, the first episode's a little slow. The second two are really good, and and it, it's it's kind of one of those that it hits a miss up per episode. Um, I love Stephen Martin and and Selena Gomez. And this, Martin Short's a little annoying, but. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it just I get it's, you. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, it's he can go overboard. But I mean, you look at you talk to the comedians or you listen to comedians like yeah, Martin well, Short is like the upper echelon of the upper echelon. Oh, I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm just saying the character he's playing and who he is in this is kind of like yeah. oh my god, you're so he is a little annoying. That's true. But I will, it, I will I will say though, I haven't seen the current season yet. But I haven't the, either. What, the the first two seasons. Like the number of jokes, yeah, it's it's a it's yeah. very dense. It lot, is really funny. Yeah, yeah just, please yeah. tell me that Sting is actually a murderer at some point. Oh right. Yeah. So so we just got into that. Um, I had been watching uh, the Strange New Worlds. I was going to mention that it, it that there it's a two parter. It looks like it's their their, their final, the tenth episode. It is so good in that in that um, Strange New Worlds. Uh, the Lower Deck, uh, which is an animated version, they do a crossover with it, is probably one of the best Star Trek oh, really? 
Oh, it's so good. Even it's if you so haven't funny. watched either one of those things, it is it's it's such a fun episode. It's actually uh, directed by um, uh, the guy Jonathan that plays Franks. Riker. Yeah, Jonathan yeah. Frakes. Jonathan Frakes, and they oh. I mean they make a Riker joke I think in it's it. Frakes, I mean, actually. Frakes. Yeah. No, 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 no end. Frakes. Yeah. He is. He is such. Everything he does, everything he touches with Star Trek is has been gold. Oh, yeah. I mean, when, yeah, when he, he was in he Picard, directed, he directed was, some of the Orville episodes too. Yeah. Yes, and 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 when he was in uh, Picard, the stuff that he was in and attached to Picard was really good. Some of the rest of it was like mm, not so good, but I mean, just he he kills it. It's so much fun. Uh, so that that's kind of what I've been watching. Um, I was trying to think. There was something else I was going to talk about, and I can't remember what it is now. Oh. I, uh, I recently got back into a book series that uh, is probably one of my favorite book series, uh, Jim Butcher's uh, The mm. Dresden Files. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found a podcast that um, I kind of enjoying and also kind of hating at the same time. It's it's two people that they do. They're doing a read along where where one of the guy the guy part of it. It's a brother and sister. He has probably been through the books as many times as I had upper seven, seven or eight times. And his sister has never gone through it. So they started with the the first book and they're doing a couple six, seven chapters or I guess it's four to six chapters each. And they talk about it and the good, the bad and the ugly. Uh, I, I kind of disagree with some of their takes on some of the stuff, but it's it's a fun right. listen to, yeah. <laughs> we, we, you know, whatever. Uh, but it's fun, and it got me back into, like, I'm, I'm getting ready to dive back into these books. Uh, there's 17 books out right now, and I, I'm, I'm, like, getting ready to go back into, like, I think it's, like, my 10th uh, listen through uh, the books. And it's just a, it's a fun series. Uh, but I've been binge binging these, and these guys do like four or five episodes, like two, three hours each, uh, for wow. each book. You know, talking about, and so it's been about a week, and I'm already on like the fifth book, and I've, I've oh, wow. just literally been binging, wow. <laughs> listening to them talk about the book, and it's like, oh my god, I want to get in and catch cool. up and, and all this. But it's yeah, a lot there, of fun. There's some, there some stuff happens uh, in the most recent one that you know I'm not going to spoil it for anyone because there's a lot to yeah. get through. But. Uh, there were some actually some shocking things for people who are fans of the series. So yeah. Oh, it's it's crazy. It's I that's and that's why I want to get to it because I, I actually haven't I've only listened to the late, latest two books like three times. So I want to get to up to him again. But I like starting at the beginning. Uh, this this is the first time I don't think I'm going to start with the very first book and go all the way through. I think I'm gonna, yeah, I think I'm going to start at uh, uh, book three and go from book three on. Um, uh, that, which is is what's typical. Pride, actually, yeah. 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 Uh, I actually enjoy uh, Full Moon, which is 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 a werewolf book. If people don't know, uh, more than most people, just because I am a huge werewolf fan, it's just kind of something I'm into. Um, but yeah, it's the series itself. I, I'm super excited to get back into that. Uh, I did that recently. I think about eight months ago, I did the whole Harry Potter series again. I you know went through eight books and listened to a podcast talking about them as I did it. It was a lot of fun. So I'm looking Pay forward to that. Bo. <laughs> yeah, I, I, God, Bo, I can't believe you haven't just at least listened to the audiobooks. I, I respect can't, can't level. Can't do everything all the time, brother. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I get that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's it for this. Uh, we're gonna tackle uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ma- uh, Mutant Mayhem next week. She loses a bat. Um, oh. <laughs> Rude. Um, if all goes well, we we will have some guest uh, host with us from the Turtle Soup podcast. Uh, not if not, we're we're gonna no. Bo Bo's not invited. No. He's, he's not coming to my. No, I'm kidding, dude. I like to give you shit. No, Come I on, know Casey Jones hockey.
<laughs> yeah. I yeah. So um I but uh yeah, hopefully we'll have the turtle soup guys on with us, which will be a lot of fun. Uh if not, it'll just be me and Steve talking about turtles. Uh, a lot of fun. Um <laughs> so uh and then we'll uh get to the next week after that. Uh, I think we'll get to our our uh next spouse episode either in two weeks or three weeks, depending on how we decide to do it. Yeah, there's no Marvel and, stuff coming up, right? I mean there's nothing uh no. Oh uh, and uh Unless, unless you want to pretend, I. We can I mean, do Secret Evasion. I was gonna say we, we should probably. We probably should, prob- we yeah. Probably oh, yeah. should we didn't do. Finish s- that yet? We, I know, <laughs> but we prob- we should, we should, and I yeah. know, and I know, we're just gonna shit all over it, and nobody likes it, but we should watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did. I watched it. I watched all of it. I watched yeah. it as it came out. I gotta out. watch it, but I mean, you know, I have to watch Harry Potter first, so we'll see how yeah. I can explain <laughs> it. Then, so. um, but, uh, but but the thing is, Loki comes out in October, and the Marvels come out yeah. in November. We should yeah, do we should it, you're right? We should we yeah. should squeeze it in there somewhere. But I yeah. think the so we'll spouse get our, episodes. We'll get back to Marvel. We'll we'll hit one of our spouse episodes, and uh, so uh, hopefully okay. you guys will come back and join us for all of that. Thank you for listening Great. to us. Absolutely, uh, that was a lot of fun. Thank you, Andrew, for picking a, a fun, incredible movie. Yep. Agreed, um, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's always cool to find something you would have never watched or even known about, and then right. like, hey, you should check this out. It's funny. Yeah, I, I was going to mention this earlier, but um, Peanut Butter Falcon was a movie like that for me and Steve too when we we watched that because mm-hmm. a friend of ours was like, I saw this on an airplane. Yeah, the here's the fucking video. Yeah, yeah check this out because uh, yeah, uh, Jeremy, he's like, dude, I bought this after watching this. Is like that's how, and he's one of those guys that you know he doesn't throw his money around for anything. And he's like, this is a fucking great yeah. movie. And, and it was, it was, it was one of those things is like, I was like, Oh my God, I would have never watched that. Had you, had you not suggested it and, and actually forced the DVD yeah. into my hand <laughs> and it was incredible. Nice. Uh, so yeah, th- this is probably the same thing. And, and yeah, hopefully someone out there will get, get this and listen to this and go, you know what? These guys know what they're talking about. We'll, we'll go and watch this movie. Hopefully, you know, please. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Exactly. give it a shot. <laughs> All right, with well that, well, that's how we seize it. Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. I love you guys. <laughs> what does that mean?